It's Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Good to uh, see you all. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a, a wonderful uh, start to your week. It's Wednesday already, so we're in the middle of the week. But uh, hey, you know, uh, check out the uh, members show that we did uh, this past uh, Sunday here, RedEyesMembers.com. Uh, we do Weekend Warrior shows uh, each uh, Sunday record them on Sundays, and then they go up as uh, soon as they're edited. Uh, you can see uh, one of the latest ones right on screen right there. We go through a lot of good stuff, so definitely check that out if you're uh, new. Uh, otherwise, of course, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Always good to see you all. We're going out on Trovo, Odyssey, DLive, VK. We go out through our websites, redice.tv slash live, uh, also on redicemembers.com. Uh, just go up in the menu uh, and uh, go down to live stream, and you got us right there. <clears throat> And uh, where else? What am I missing? Something is to float too. By the way, uh, float and uh, there's other, of course, uh, potential uh, live streaming ser- uh, services looming as well. We have things like Rumble. There apparently they've launched some live streaming service uh, that you can get if you pay. I think Gab was working on something. I could be wrong in that. I'm not sure. I haven't heard much about BitChute, but uh, uh, there are options out there. So anyway, for uh, those of you who haven't uh, been with us. Uh, since last Friday, we had our D Live chat room disabled because of a bunch of trolls, and so they did the same thing last the ne- the following Friday stream on Trovo, where they try to post a lot of gay stuff in order to get us banned and censored, and thereby also you know you know demonetized, and you you know you lose another streaming service and stuff like that. So <clears throat> the uh, the the feds and the glowies are. They're out in full force trying to uh, trying to shut us down. They're very intimidated by what we're doing for some reason. But uh, So we'll see if we get some uh, gay ops in the Trovo chat today. But we do have some uh, fine mods uh, that Sean said over both on Trovo and used to be on DLive too. Like Mr. Nilsberg and a bunch of others over there that uh, certainly had to exercise their uh, their mod muscles here last, uh, last Friday. It's like, can you imagine working for these agencies or how, however that looks and, and sitting there and setting up account after account after account and, <laughs> and then go and like post swastikas and stars of davids in in sh- with like with names like groiper and you know these kinds of things anyway we'll, we'll see but uh anyway i was gonna uh, appeal to dlive because obviously there was a gay op right so we'll see if, how reasonable they are on that front actually uh in terms of re-monetizing us since it was an obvious attack right so that's obviously what happened the the, the previous friday uh so we see but hey whatever i i really don't care if you are joining us on DLive uh, for now, at least, then I, I doubt we'll, we'll ever it, it will <laughs> resurface over there. But uh, uh, I see about 170 people are joining us over there. Get, just get off of there. It's the chat's disabled. It's not as fun, you know, kind of thing. Uh, go to Odyssey, odyssey.com at TV slash live. Set up an account there. We do have a uh, invite link where you can join us to check out our, any video uh, on our website or on BitChute or on Odyssey. And we have uh, the uh, the invite link to Odyssey right there too, because that we get a little bit of a kickback from uh, from you know when people swap uh, library tokens and use them on the site and stuff like that too. So it helps us. Uh, and of course, if you don't like Odyssey, there's some people have complained that the web, uh, sorry, the mobile function is is not the best uh, yet. I, I believe they'll work on that. They have an app and stuff like that too, Odyssey, uh, but uh, might not yet be. You can join us over on Trovo. That's Trovo.live at Red Ice. Uh, in not Red Eyes TV, just Red Eyes. Uh, uh, we also have, of course, a couple of ways you can join in today. Uh, if you so want, uh, that is, of course, through Entropy Stream. Uh, that's entropystream.live forward slash Red Eyes TV. I see a couple of folks over there. I'll get to those just in a second. Thank you for that, boys and girls. Uh, but yeah, odyssey.com at Red Eyes TV. That's where you can join us. And they do have the um, the crypto uh, super chats enabled, which is basically their own token, library token. 
uh, and you can swap those actually for your other cryptocurrency. They have instructions on the websites on how on uh, Odyssey.com on how to do that, so you can uh, you know use your BTC or your ETH, Ethereum. Uh, I think basically whatever uh, cryptocurrency there is, but not sure how involved the, their their swap function is. But that's uh, that's definitely doable. Uh, I saw one over there. Uh, someone sent us a, a library token over there. As, as I, I cannot pronounce it. X A A H J nineteen seventy. Thank you for the library token. I appreciate that. Uh, pair of pants in the in the uh, in the icon chat there. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. I think uh, if library can or yeah, it is library. That's the company that uh, runs Odyssey. But if they can. Um, if they can push back against the SEC, I think we're looking at a pretty good platform, actually, moving forward in the future. Uh, but as I said as well, Trovo.live uh, at Red Ice. And we have a lot of uh, things to go through here today. Uh, it is, uh, what is it? It's uh, Cinco de Mayo, right? Isn't that what, uh, what it is today? Cinco de Mayo. Uh, so our uh, prayers, our thoughts and prayers uh, goes out to our, uh, uh, our favorite philanthropist couple, uh, Bill and uh, Melinda, uh, B- Melinda Gates. Uh, who uh, decided to uh, get a divorce here. Uh, and as I said on Twitter, I think Bill will find a better man. Uh, it's one of the uh, it's one of the uh, photos that uh, kind of people raised their eyebrows at uh, a while ago here. Uh, but who knows what this is about? I saw some conspiracies in one of the uh, one of the telegrams that this is basically about break. It's a way to break up the uh, the wealth or something. I, f- I forget the details of it, but they argued that basically Jeff Bezos had done the same thing. And uh, <laughs> it's basically some way to ensure that they can, uh, I guess, avoid taxes so they can, there's something that they can do uh, that basically kind of, I guess, takes them in a different path in terms of the, the taxes and stuff like that. I got to revisit that and see what exactly what it is that they were uh, talking about. But uh, you never know. Could be a big, uh, it could be a big uh, conspiracy or it could just be a trouble in paradise. I'm not sure. Um, a while ago, though, they were linking this up. Happy anniversary, Melinda Gates. This is from Bill Gates' uh, Twitter account here. I can't wait to spend 25 more years laughing together, right? Uh, and uh, that was actually, in, when was that? 20, 2019, January 1, 2019. And that lasted, uh, I think, two years. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's the vax. Maybe it's the conspiracies. Maybe it's the video I played in the beginning. Maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, what if that's the case? Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, so much. Look, look at the scene. I played it before the you know the recording on the stream came on here. So you guys who join us live saw it, but but look look at something like this here. Look at this, how tense this is. This is crazy, right? Here we go. Uh, I know my husband is not vaccinating people and putting a microchip in her arm because that technology doesn't even exist, and he's never uttered the words out of his mouth. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. That's pretty pretty tense there. I can imagine. So you know, Bill has gotten a lot of scrutiny. I gotta say, after after he took on the the role as uh, the planet's. Uh, health director you know uh he's gotten a lot of flack uh and maybe that's part of it maybe you never know right uh, check out this one too though now i think that the uh, the gateses are are generally correct about overpopulation it's something i'm concerned with too the only difference is i don't want these people to choose who gets to come and who gets to go who gets to stay who should reproduce who shouldn't because uh, uh like we saw in one of our uh, one of our shows, the uh, Bill Gates is not actually willing to give up the patents on some of the mRNA technology to give them to third world countries so that they can, you know, get aboard getting the vaccine and stuff like that, right? So that basically means that he's not interested in 
giving this vaccine to the third world. If he was, he would have been pro giving up the patents so that they can start mass production in some of these third world countries and stuff like that. No, he wants to make money on this and he wants to vaccinate white people. But anyway, check out this clip here. So Melinda and I wondered whether providing new medicines and keeping children alive, would that create more of a population problem? And I think that was the biggest aha to Bill and me when we got into this work, is we asked ourselves, of course, the same hard-nosed question you'd ask, which is, if you get into this work and you start to save these children, will women just keep overpopulating the world? And I think the answer is uh, that they uh, that they will, right? But regardless, I don't want these people to choose. <laughs> no way, because <laughs> they're, uh, they're more concerned about the, the third world than they are about uh, people in, in Western countries, right? Uh, and again, this uh, this experimental mRNA uh, vaccine might might allude to that. Uh, that might actually cause that. I actually had this for one of the last uh, uh, stories, but I guess we can take it now because it kind of uh, you know get it, it makes sense, right? The uh, the sister of Ben Shapiro, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ab- Abby Shapiro had a miscarriage after uh, the vaccine. And, uh, you know, her brother, Ben Shapiro, has pushing this like like crazy, right? Uh, here's one of the images from here. Uh, tweet from March 26th. Uh, got your vaccine, had your Krispy Kreme. <laughs> That's right, you got, you got your free donut. That and more on today's episode of The Scoop, right? And then uh, when is the next date? May 3rd. If you've lost your unborn baby, you're not alone. I had a miscarriage is the title of the YouTube video. Too bad, so sad. I still, uh, I, I have to say, I, I think that the social media companies and the media companies that are holding, that are uh, censoring people. Sorry, I gotta just turn this on here. The uh, social media companies that are censoring people and the media that's encouraging people that talk about this to be censored should definitely be held uh, accountable for, for what we're now seeing. Uh, and again, we'll see. I mean, in five years, um, I'd say, for, yeah, in about five years, I think we'll be, we have a, a clearer picture, maybe sooner, if there is a massive uh, drop in uh, in new births uh, uh, in those countries that have uh, gotten the vax, right? And again, the danger is not here, only those who actually, you know, get fooled into taking this vaccine, but also those who are in proximity of those who are uh, have taken the vaccine due to the shedding, right? So they're shedding the spiked protein that your body is producing, and then those people experience the same side effects as people who have taken the vaccine, right? So this might be that. This might be it, right? This might be this might be our entry point into uh, children of men, right here. I, I don't know. We, we'll just have to see. It's too early to tell, uh, but uh, I wouldn't put it past them. These uh, elites have been talking about depopulation for a long time, so I'm sure they want to uh, want to do it. Uh, okay, a little bit on a, on a uh, more positive note here. So it could be something exciting. We'll have to uh, we'll have to see what comes out of it. I'd be very very surprised if he pulls this off. Now I'm not sure what's going to happen on the back end here, but uh, apparently uh, Andrew Torba was uh, claims that he's launching a new payment processor, Gab Pay, uh, next week, which is kind of interesting. Gap Pay is going to become the e-commerce merchant processing backbone of the new digital economy to power the silent secession away from the woke global homo economy. Uh, there you go. So very exciting. Uh, good for uh, good for Torba. He's doing a lot of good things. Uh, there was a, I think they had a video here. Let me see how long this was. Maybe we can just watch a little bit of it here. Because, uh, of course, people like uh, Red Ice and many others, of course, are very limited by... Uh, by the on this front we've been banned by banks like wells fargo 
Takes a little bit of time for the Gab uh, M, M bet here to get started. But yeah, uh, Wells Fargo, which of course hit us very hard in terms of uh, the processors that we were able to have because Wells Fargo have their tentacles in every big uh, you know, processing company and it's clearing houses on the back end. Excuse me. So you so you can't get a new processor because you're like you're blacklisted on the back end. So it's only a handful of companies. And of course, uh, Torbay's right here. It's a global homo uh, embargo here on the financial sector and, and they're banning people left, right and center. However, uh, well, <laughs> more on the right, I should say. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like across a, a, across a, a large uh, swath of, of people are being just swept away and they can't payment processors. They can't run the companies as usual. So I, I assume it will be maybe Bitcoin-based because uh, it's really uh, really bullish on Bitcoin. I uh, can't get to start. Maybe you should put a little time into <laughs> the embeds. Dora TV.gap. I, like I like this service, but it is a bit slow. Let me see if it starts here. Here we go. Let's see what it said here. Uh, it's not too long. So let's, uh, let's check this out for a moment here. Hey, folks. Andrew Torba here, CEO of Gab.com. I wanted to give you an end of month update on how uh, Gab is doing on several product initiatives that we're working on right now. So uh, the first one is Gab TV. Uh, as you can see, I've been making these videos um, and using Gab TV a lot more myself. Uh, so we're going to be uh, investing a lot of time into making Gab TV better for, for our content creators. Perfect. We're going to be- uh, Needs a little updates a here and there. Ability to set a custom thumbnail, we're going to be working on Finally. the uh, player, especially on mobile. Uh, we know it's it's not the best on mobile if you're trying to skip ahead and stuff. So we're going to be making smaller improvements to TV. Um, it's a great product, and uh, the content on there is just absolutely phenomenal. We have top-tier creators, uh, people that have been uh, banned. Uh, yeah, Mr. Ninja says, uh, how is Torba not going to be debanked? Well, the point is he's already he already has been debanked, right? He basically can't operate within uh, much as us in the same in the in the normal regular. Uh, financial world were debanked, right? So I would assume um, it's something just to do with Bitcoin on the back end. Um, I, I would assume there's a lot of like Coinify. I think even Uphold have some functions here where you basically now the, the your point is well taken, Mr. Ninjaberg, because it could be that they're basically just limiting, like you can't you can't use your credit card if you want to use this service or like as an interface and stuff like that. But maybe it has something else in mind. I'm I'm not sure. There should be there should be technically some offshore options, and there should be you know something we can we can do here in this case because uh, this is just insane uh, i forgot some of the entropy stream chats let me take those real quick and then we can watch a little bit more here from torban and see what it says uh so sonata for violin uh, just a um a, a party emoticon thank you sir appreciate that or, or ma'am michael 57 de it was good to see you um he says hail hail to the gods hail red eyes hail our folk may votan give you wisdom and thor give you strength to find the battles to fight the battles ahead hail brother thank you michael i appreciate that same to you, sir. Always good to see you. Jimmy Fallis uh, with a donation as well. Salutations. O como si dicen in espana saludos. It's a, it's a fifth of, uh, uh, what's it called? Cinco de Mayo, right? Uh, y feliz Cinco de Mayo. Ya, yeah, ya. Yeah. Uh, all right, there you uh, there you got it. That's the best pronunci pr pronunciation you're going to get. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, appreciate that. Very kind of you. All right, let's watch a little bit more here of... Uh, uh, of Gap. Entropystream.live forward slash Red Ice TV if you want to join us over on Entropy, by the way. Uh, from you, you to find videos and information on Gap TV that you're not going to find really anywhere else on the internet. So if you haven't checked out Gap TV yet, you're checking it out right now, hopefully, when you're watching this video. But uh, go explore some of the other channels and some of the other 
videos. Uh, that's something that we're going to be investing heavily in uh, over the next couple of weeks uh, and making a lot of improvements to. Uh, the second thing is, is Gab Pay, uh, and this is something that has been in the works for quite some time. Um, you know, we're basically building our own uh, payment processor. Uh, you'll be able to uh, create an account on GabPay, uh, connect your bank account, and then you're going to be able to uh, tip and exchange uh, money with other Gabbers and use it to also pay for things like Gab Pro, uh, buy some items from our shop. Uh, GabPay is going to become the uh, e-commerce uh, merchant processing backbone of this new digital economy that we're working on building here uh, to power the, the silent secession away from the woke global homo uh, economy that is canceling people and is uh, anti-white and is anti-American, is anti-Christian. Um, so gap pay is a big anti-Western, anti anti-European, and of course, anti-white, because if you try to defend yourself as a white person, uh, you get uh, you get unpersoned, un debanked, right? Un, uh, unpaperworked, undocumented. You know, and it's it's very hard short term, but maybe maybe in the long term, it's it's a better thing that that we're at a how do I put this? So I, I think I think most of you watching, I think most of you know what's coming, right? You, you, we can see where this is going. We don't know exactly how it's going to play out. We don't know the details and the ins and out. But basically, we're looking at a collapse of our civilization at the at the end of this. And it could be anything that triggers it. Could be the stuff that we saw with the COVID restrictions and thereby shutting down the economy, thereby choking out the supply chain. When the supply chain goes, you know, one link in that very delicate chain you're going to see the domino. That could be it, right? It could be civil uh, turmoil internally in countries like we're seeing now too. Hostility between racial groups, between political classes, stuff like that. Uh, military losing control. Could be an economic collapse. It could be a number of ways, right? But I think at the end of the end of the day, maybe within, very hard to say, but 10 years, <laughs> 10 years, 5 to 15 years, I'd say, I think it's not going to be everywhere at the same time, obviously, but, but there's going to be a domino effect, right? And you're going to see a, a collapse and a crash. And maybe it's it's a blessing in disguise that the system is squeezing out so many people, right? They're like they're terrorist labeling everybody who voted for Trump. They're, you know, if you defend yourself, they're pushing you out of regular society, the financial world and stuff like that. And it's not easy. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I wish it wasn't so. At the same time, does that mean that if we can then we're forced into building new systems, new methods, new ways of doing things. Obviously, yes, we're to a certain degree, obviously, depending on the external world. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that we're independent from it or, or whatever, but we might be in a much better situation in five to ten years from now as the system squeezes out. I mean, basically, it's it's white people that it's squeezing out, right? That's, that's basically what we're seeing uh, in its most simplistic form. And so... There could be, we could enter into a scenario here where we might be more prepared and better prepared because the system has forced us out already. And then when the collapse comes internally for the system, all those that are dependent on that system are going to fare much worse. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's just a, a white pill, to a way to look at this, right? Um, so that remains to be seen and all that kind of stuff. But it kind of relates, uh, relates on a topic I want to talk about later, which has to do with uh, how Facebook... Um, their supreme supreme court, so to speak, didn't let Trump back on Facebook, and then his boomer dumb 
platform, which I, if it if that's what it is he said he was working on, I, that's it's that's just incredible, right? But uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But these companies, these Facebooks, the Gab, uh, the Gabs, the Googles, I mean, uh, the Twitters, uh, many of these Silicon Valley companies, they're basically building their own cities, and, and I think that these gonna these are gonna turn into nations eventually. You're gonna you're gonna have citizenship. Uh, on on Facebook, a digital smart citizenship on Facebook, and you don't want to be part of that. We're we're glad that they're pushing people like us out of that. Anyway, let's let's see what uh, else Torba says here. Do I have to reload it, maybe. Yeah, so this is what I'm experiencing a bit with Gab TV too. I like it generally. It's it's good to have options too. Let me just refresh that. Um, it can. Okay, there it's kicking off. Let me see here. Here we go. And uh, we're gonna. Oh, it's buffering. Let me try. Let me go ahead here. Sorry, guys. Might have to leave that behind. In the meantime, uh, over on Entropy Stream, uh, Wise Wildfire. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. Um, he says the word on Gab is that Torba hired uh, failed Facebook people for key positions in his own IT staff, and that his CTO uploaded a bunch of SQL injection vulnerable code into their live code base and that facilitated the data breach hack. Now Torba is allowing them to throttle the users. Uh, now Torba is allowing them to throttle the users interacting hourly. Must have been cut off there, wise. Interacting hourly. Now Torba is allowing them to throttle the users interacting hourly. It's weird. That's bizarre. So you're saying that he thought it was good to hunt, hire disgruntled Facebook people, but it turns out that they were actually hostile. Um, and they did a bunch of stuff which led to the hacks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Okay, well, I, I have no idea if that's true, but that's interesting wise. Uh, I've not heard that. Let me just see if I can get this going. Otherwise, we'll, we'll move on here. Uh, but yeah, Gab TV, uh, you can jo you can join our channel over there. And I have I, I, I should say I have, a tro I have trouble uploading lo like longer, like the... the over two-hour shows that we do, it's it's it just doesn't it just doesn't take. So we have a lot of our shorter videos and clips and stuff like that there. Uh, so that's where you can get over on uh, gab.tv, uh, gab.tv slash red ice tv. I just I can't get this to play. Sorry, Torba, get to work on your. Uh... <laughs> okay, here he is. Okay, let's see, let's see. No, oh god. To. Yeah. Okay. All right. They are under uh, constant uh, pressure, though, so we'll see. Obviously, for obvious reasons. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I'll pull something up and see if there's any details, but apparently they're going to unveil that then next uh, next week already, so we'll see what uh, what that is and if that can be a, an interface for us or something that can be used. It's very interesting. Um, I know that an e-check option, which we have to on, on our members' website, is something that Torba has been using, and apparently... One of the reasons for that, that that still works, is the payments are processed by the Federal Reserve, right? Uh, the the direct bank deposit e-checks options. So I think that, um, ironically, at least at this point, I guess until like something like Operation Choke Point really ramps up or something like that, that ironically could be an option that we can actually use things that the Federal Reserve is overseeing, but private, you know, global companies, forget about it, right? Forget about it. Uh, Wise Wildfire with the follow-up there. I don't know if the poor coding was deliberate, hostile, or just incompetence. Yeah, I did. Exactly. I, I don't know. And I mean, there's a couple of things you, you got to keep in mind here with Gab too, and it's it's... They're new. They're testing out the the environment, and they're also have they have to because of this pressure. Right? They have to. They have. They're under 
a ton of more weight, so to speak, pressure-wise than any normal uh, just company would be because the, the, all the rides are on them and and they've been, you know, uh, frankly, so far very effectful to to come back from all these hits and stuff like they've had. So so they are also under a completely different pressure. Again, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, right? And Gab could be one of those scenarios that they have so much pressure, they are forced to find a way that actually works that's like uncensorable, and that's what that's what we can hope, uh, you know, put some faith in, right? Uh, Black Philip also over on Entropy Stream dot live slash red eyes tv henrik would gab pay circumvent your payment processing issues also i assume you switched to another crypto exchange after getting banned off a of coinbase we, we did uh did they seize your coins or let you transfer no they let us transfer out i'm not sure what would have happened if we let's assume we didn't see the email or uh or i'd fallen ill or something and was wasn't checking and then came back after the point that they had locked the account would have kept have kept it then I, i'm not actually sure actually now when i think about it i think they had I think they had like when you logged in, it was something like transfer out your funds, and 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 when it's at zero, we'll we'll terminate it or something like that. I think they had right. So at least they 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 did that right. Uh, so I don't know, Black Philip, if if Gab would actually help us to circumvent the payment processing issues. Um, we're looking for something that we can interface directly, of course, with the website, which would be ideal. It would be the best way about this. Um, but that's hard. That's hard. That's the hard part, right? Something like Entropy Stream or even Subscribestar. Is, is kind of a separate, it, it works, and you can use a credit card, but it's like a separate, separate third-party option, and then we have to go back to our site and kind of activate and link accounts and stuff like that, and I wish it was just automatic, like an API-based one. So hopefully that's something that Gab can do in the future, maybe an API-based way of like using a, a function somewhere else uh, or, or using it as a, as a payment processor for a, a third party, you know, kind of externally off of Gab.tv or Gab.com. Uh, thank you, Black Philip. Bill Hoover? Uh, with a message, did anyone else see, Tuck, uh, see on Tucker that he had to do a commercial to teach his boomer audience how to download the new Fox app? It's pretty funny. I thought I saw something like that. Maybe we can, if you have a link to that, Bill, put it in the, uh, just put it in the regular entropy chat. Maybe we can play that later. I thought I saw something like that. It was, it was, uh, or, or it was someone else from the Fox, Fox Nation team, I think, or something. Thank you, Bill. Ernie Truth at Entropy Stream says, Henrik, been a fan for around 10 years now. Glad to catch uh, you live. Thanks for everything. Awesome. Thank you, Ernie. Appreciate that. Uh, glad you've been uh, with us that long. And thank you for the support as well. Really appreciate it. Uh, okay. So, uh, and I'm trying to keep an eye on Trovo as well. I see some uh, people are casting some spells over there. Thank you to you guys as well. Morty Goldbergstein with a stay safe spell. A couple of those from the ontology and Brad C as well. Thank you, guys. Super Nintendo, three of those stay safe spells. Thank you. Norse Nature, a uh, on-fire spell. Thank you. Uh, two hypes from Brad, Th Brad Z. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate that. Um, getting my uh, my English sounds mixed up here. Scott25 uh, with uh, also a stay safe uh, spell. Thank you. Scott25 with the on-fire. Uh, let me see. I make sure. I, I, we lose some of those if I don't see them fast enough. Uh, Brad C. with a hype. Thank you. And Brad C. also with a shiny unicorn. Thank you, Brad. Uh, thanks so much, Brad, for the support of Trova. I appreciate that. And uh, previously, also another shiny uh, unicorn from Brad. I wish we could pull those in. That They had a, you know, kind of an overlay option on Trova, so you can, like, actually see them when they come up. Um, also a uh, stay safe spell from Brad C., uh, and another one uh, of those from Brad C. Thank you, Brad, so much for the support of Trova. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. And I think we're caught up there. Uh, yes, we should be caught up there. Thank you. And again, if anyone sends those colorful, colorful chats, I'll try to catch them live and like right away as they happen. I think this is one here uh, from uh, uh, Blas de Lizo. Um, there's so many security scan scan tools for software that any 
uh, injection issues had to be intentional. Okay, I see what you mean. Uh, okay, that's in interesting. Thank you, Blas uh, Delizio. I appreciate that. Uh, Cathos 7 with a on-fire spell. Thank you. Also, uh, same one of those from Corlys Velaron. Ve Ve uh, Velaron, sir, if I mispronounce your name there. Uh, Hamberlin with, uh, I think, 10 uh, stay safe uh, spells. Thank you. Actually, it was three of those from, from uh, Corley. Corley's as well. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Uh, very kind of you. Okay. Let me see. Where are we here in the uh, in the order? So, uh, yeah, I guess we can leave uh, Gab there for a little bit and go over to Facebook real quick here. Uh, and try, well, Trump, really, and the fate uh, of Trump on the big major social media platforms. Not a big surprise, but I thought we could bring it up because we can talk about this dumb so-called so Supreme Court that Facebook has, which was, uh, which is like, which is just dumb, right? It, it's, and you'll see that when I read some of the bios on the people that's on the on the Supreme Court. Anyway, before that, the decision though, so it came down today that the, basically the um, Facebook's oversight committee, I think it's a, oversight board, that's what it's called decided to kick the can six months down the line and tell Trump uh, basically nothing. Like, we're, 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 we're going uh, um, to extend your ban for another six months, and then we'll presumably they'll make another decision again. And this is already happening, happened at least one time before. We'll talk about the oversight board in a little bit here. But anyway, so Trump had some message here. Uh, released a statement calling social media companies like Facebook and Twitter a total disgrace to the country following the former uploading a ban, um, upholding a ban on the ex-president. What Facebook, Twitter, Google have done is a total disgrace and embarrassment to our country, uh, Trump vote, uh, wrote, <laughs> vote, uh, which of course is not a big surprise. Uh, they hate they hate America. They hate the West. It's their job to to help to be that corrosive force to break it down. Free speech has been taken away from the president of the United States because the radical left lunatics are afraid of the truth. Trump went on to call for corrupt social media companies to pay a pol political price and never again be allowed to destroy and disseminate, decimate, sorry, our electoral process. Which, of course, they will just continue to do. Uh, he should have done something when he had the power to do so. And he, and he just, he didn't. Uh, he ignored that, uh, Mr. Mr. Trump. Anyway, so that was the statement, and so uh, yeah, I guess we could talk about that a little bit. The this this dumb uh, board's decision. It was a couple of tweets here. Ted Cruz, for every liberal celebrating Trump's social media ban, if big tech oligarchs can muscle the former president, what what's to stop them from silencing you? Uh, but most of the people they have on there now just uh, are, agree with them, right? Uh, on Tuesday, Trump launched. Okay, so this is that we'll, we'll get there in a moment. That his desk service, which is just. If that's what he was talking about in terms of social media, I, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. it it's got to be that that's that's not it. But I, we, I could be wrong, right? Uh, so anyway, the oversight board is a body that makes consequential pres, uh, presidential content moderation decisions on the social media platforms uh, platforms Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg approved the creation of the board in November 2018, shortly after meeting with Harvard Law School professor Noah Feldman, who had uh, proposed the creation of a quasi-judiciary on Facebook. Zuckerberg originally described it as a kind of Supreme Court, given its role in settlement, negotiation, and mediation, including the power to override the company's decisions. <coughs> So there you have it. We'll go through some of the members here in a little bit. There's a lot on 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 this thread here, but this is just in a nutshell kind of 
what it is, right? So here's a, one source on, on this. Uh, Facebook oversight board is packed with liberals. Big, big surprise. They're trying to pretend that they are... Uh, that they're objective and all this stuff, but it's all these like left-wing human rights activists as a former editor-in-chief of the Guardian newspaper of the UK uh, and stuff like that, which is obviously just very, obviously very on, uh, obvious what they're going to, how they're going to rule these cases, right? Uh, Conrad Kirsch over on Interpol Stream says, uh, short on shekels this week, but sending what I can. Uh, keep up the great work. Thank you, Conrad. We always appreciate it. Uh, never expect it, but we're always very thankful to anybody uh, who, who joins us over on Interpol Stream or uh, helps to donate or sign up as a member on the member's website, uh, redassmembers.com. So thank you to all of you guys for supporting the show. And thank you, Conrad, as well, for your, uh, for being so uh, generous and, and supportive. Uh, Sirius bon Bontia, I think that's how I say it. Uh, on Entropy Stream, once you own crypto coins, you can use decentralized exchanges and you be your own bank, especially if you use a hardware wallet such as uh, a Ledger, Ledger Nano or similar device. Screw Coinbase. Absolutely. I mean, screw them. It's, it's incredible, right? Remember, they had these stories like they of how they were they're kicking out. Uh, what was the story? They were um, uh, they had so they had an IPO, right? Or uh, yeah, initial public offering recently. And it was like, I mean, it was in just astronomical levels that they that they raised because of this, right? Or, or when they became public, how much money that you know Coinbase is, is presumably is worth, according to the people who invested in it. And uh, and I saw tweets and stuff like that. I was congratulations to Coinbase for getting you know f opposition and, and keeping the woke madness or the mo woke crowds out of Coinbase and stuff and like. They've been banning people for years. They've been doing this for years. People don't even know. That's what's so crazy about it. Uh, but yeah, serious. I have a lot of faith in uh, in future decentralized exchanges and currencies. And you can set up your own currencies. And supposedly there's no way for people to, uh, to screw with this, right? So we'll see if that turns out to be true. We'll see if... I mean, unless you run into something like an EMP or massive, like prolonged power outages or something that just kind of shuts down the whole digital world and then yes you're you know that will that will be no more kind of thing but um at least short term i think that's uh, that's unlikely unless the uh what was the what was the operation called again that uh, klaus schwab was talking about um i forget the name maybe someone in ha in chat has it that they have their own uh, little uh test a little drill coming up for a major cyber attack which is going to shut down uh the uh the electrical uh, grid, the power grid, uh, and I forget what that project was called or, or the event or whatever you want to call it, right? In the same way that they had Event 201 uh, on, um, uh, on, you know, before the pandemic bro broke out, the coronavirus, coronavirus pandemic. Um, cy that's right, Cyber Polygon. Thank you, uh, Just a Cat Mom. That's right, uh, Just a Cat Mom. Cyber Polygon. That was it. Crazy. So they could pu pull something like that. Uh, Blast Elisa over on Troa says, tumble your, B uh, tumble your BTC to make tracking a bit more difficult. I haven't even heard of uh, Tumble. People are concerned with the privacy issue, of course. Uh, XMR or Monero is one of the best options out there, uh, which you can go over to. You can you know, exchange and swap for that and stuff like that. But I look into tumbling uh, Delizo. I've never heard of that. That's interesting. Uh, thank you for that. Um, and we had a couple, I think, uh, Aunt Sally. Uh, cast a uh, stay safe spell. Thank you for for that. Um, and I think yeah, I think that was it. No other colorful colorful chat I missed there. I don't think so. Thank you. Um, Wise Wildfire again on Entropy says if Trump Trump's desk website is anything like 
the disappointing Frank website. Just another sad fart in the tornado. It will not have much impact. Yeah, I'll talk about it in a moment as an this option. I, I, it, it can't be. His desk thing, it can't be. The, the social media option that they were talking about that uh, Kushner and uh, uh, Brad Parscale had been working on, right, on the back end. So apparently they were trying to buy Gab or they were trying to buy Gab's code or something like that. It was it talks about Gab, talk, um, Torbot talked about that. Um, which is crazy, and then he didn't, you know, he didn't budge, and now is is nothing coming out of it, right? Uh, anyway, so here's the story here, just real quick. The Free Speech Alliance, a coalition of more than 60 conservative organizations, released the following statement Thursday, this is a, about a year ago now, uh, about Facebook's new oversight board and efforts to decide what content should be taken down from the site. The Free Speech Alliance said conservatives warned from the start that any new oversight mechanism was fraught with danger over fears. Uh, our fears were well founded. This new board will damage Facebook more than it can imagine. I think it's good that they're damaging, damaging Facebook. Don't give them any ideas. Let them uh, walk into their own trap. Um, here is the statement in full. While leftist organizations savaged him, we supported CEO Mark Zuckerberg when he talked about making Facebook a marketplace of ideas. I remember this. I remember this. I remember when he said a time when he said that it's not up to up to Facebook or up to us to decide what truth is. Um, he got so much flack after this from the mainstream media that he just he just caved. He just back backpedaled on 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 all of this. If if he ever was genuine about it, right. Uh, anyway, and he spoke forcefully, saying that the company must continue to stand for free expression. Yet leftist forces within and outside of Facebook have condemned him for this, agitating for the company to become an arbiter of what is and isn't truth, and therefore what should and should not be presented on Facebook. Facebook wants the public to believe that its new oversight board will help to solve problems about what content to take down or leave up. Excuse me, got the coup here today. Uh, conservatives warned from the start that any new oversight mechanism was fraught with danger. With, uh, our fears well-founded, read that above. Uh, we had cautioned that the oversight would be too international and unable un uh, or unwilling to embrace America's First Amendment ideals of free speech. Uh, while embracing an internationalist construct, uh, pleasing to the radical left and likely to make Facebook restrictive content policies even worse. Uh, so some of the people here... Uh, let me see here. Okay, they go through a little bit on the yeah the the stuff that was relevant at the time. Brett Kavanaugh hearings and but um, the, so there is. Let me see here. Catalina Botero Marino is the dean of the Universidad de Los, An Los Andes Faculty of Law of Colombia. She is also a member of the board of directors of the Center for Reproductive Rights, a pro-abortion group that is especially infuriating for uh, to pro-life pro groups that are regularly targeted on, on social media for their beliefs. No pro-life leader need to apply on this board. Then there's the former prime minister of Denmark, Hella Thuning-Schmidt. Uh, she's, of course, uh, heading up the socialists in Denmark. She declared she does not believe in eternal life, salvation, and heaven or hell, according to the publication uh, Christlich Dogblood. Well, that's I don't see. A, that's fine. Like, is she going to censure, censure, censor bullshit because she thinks it's right wing extremism? Uh, yes, that's what she's going to do because she's biased. She's a social democrat. Um, Tuning Schmidt is also one of at least six of the fifteen international members on the board who openly espouse anti-Trump sentiments, and that's kind of a like, that's like a 
even right-wingers who are anti-Trump, that's kind of like a, what do you call it, the litmus test. It's like, can you can you tolerate the president of the United, they used to be the president of the United States and, and people that voted for him since it's, you know, half of the, half of America. Uh, if you're like psychotic about that and have TDS syndrome, Trump arrangement syndrome, maybe you shouldn't be on a board like this, but this is what they want, right? Uh, she posted recently on Twitter over a photo of Obama endorsing presumptive Democrat nominee uh, Joe Biden. The endorsement, oh my God, missed the voice of decency and grace. <laughs> the board members picked up uh, co-chairs, uh, uh, are, are as well left-wing, as left-wing as you might expect. Former Guardian editor Alan Russbridger has gone from supporting a free press to endorsing censorship. He tweeted in late May that the press should be sh uh, should shut down President Donald Trump's press conferences. Completely agree that media should stop live broadcasting Trump, he said, especially since he rejects robust ch uh, challenges from reporters. Yeah, sure. This is Facebook's new commitment to free speech. So this is part of the over oversight uh, committee, right? And, the, and it goes on from there. There's, I think it's one uh, story here. Who are the first members of Facebook's oversight board? This came out after the decision, you know, came down to just kick down the, uh, the decision, the, the decision uh, to not get Trump back on, on Facebook for another six months. And then they're going to make it again, right? Uh, here's some of the names here. Catalina Botero Marino, we talked about that. Jamal Green. Green is a Columbia law professor. That basically, that's like literally the, 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 the not the origin of the Frankfurt School of, of cultural Marxism, but they moved to Columbia University after they were kicked out uh, from uh, Germany, right? Uh, from the Frankfurt School. So that should tell you, right, what, what, he, what he is. Um... Michael McConnell, now a constitutional law professor at Stanford Law, U.S. Federal Circuit judge appointed by Republican President. Ooh, so he's got to be good, right? God, I saw this. Um, George W. Bush has started to do paintings. I don't know if you guys saw this. Maybe there's some later we can play that. Um, he's celebrating the diversity of America. Remember how all the left, they hated George W. He was like the worst thing that happened. They love him now. They love the guy. They're all lined up. It's, it's incredible. Um yeah, we, we talked about her, uh, the Danish socialist, other members, Aifa Asantiawa Azari Kiai, a dual Ghanaian and South African citizen, a human rights advocate who now works on women's rights, media freedom, oh sure, and access to information issues across Africa, and the Open Society Initiative for West Africa. Let me, let me guess, is that uh, Soros? Uh, so anyway, it goes on from there. It's all these human rights things, and, and it, so the... It's horrible. It's completely horrible, uh, this uh, oversight board. And also, basically, we can talk about this real quick. It didn't solve any it didn't solve any issues that it was supposed to to tackle. The, the very reason why that why it was set up, right? I had some notes on that. Let me see what happened. Okay, let me scroll down though. This is in a, the rap article here. Uh, Facebook's oversight board didn't solve the Trump problem. And of course, they want him, you know, banned and all that stuff. So we don't agree with them. But the history here is interesting that they go through. Uh, excuse me. They say, <laughs> sorry, uh, Facebook spent $130 million to get its oversight board off the ground precisely for moments like this. For years, the company and CEO Mark Zuckerberg have been criticized for the moderation decision. Some have argued that the company isn't doing enough to police its 1.84 uh, 1. billion daily users. 
It's going to turn into a nation. Facebook is going to be a nation. We'll get to that in a moment. While others have said Facebook has been far too eager to block and remove certain uh, certain content. Yeah, you, you don't say. Either way, the oversight board was supposed to take care of the uh, take the heat off of Facebook and Zuckerberg by offering the official verdict on the company's biggest moderation decisions while keeping the executives' hands clean. Keep in mind, Zuckerberg has said that the board's decision cannot be overruled even by Zuckerberg himself. Now, after Trump's case was handed off to the board, it's being handed back to Facebook. The social network, rather than the board, will get to decide if Trump is permanently banned or not. So what's the point of having the board in the first place? So it's this opinion, like... um. It's the word I'm looking for. This uh, <laughs> they're trying to pretend that it's like it's objective and it's the, the Syria. It's a, it's its own supreme court and it will do things right and you know objectively and we'll look at this and they couldn't even just ban him. That just take the decision and ban. It would be better at this point, but they can't even do that, right? Uh, so they're fiddling and 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 uh, it's just embarrassing, right? Very embarrassing. Um, Jimmy Fallon, Super on HP Stream, Monero is better and safer than Tumbling. Yeah, I would assume it is, right? Uh, I got to check Tumbling out, though. I, was, I still don't know what the mechanism of that is. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're cons- if you're concerned about having a public address out there, that, then I definitely understand it. I'm not sure how on the back end, if people, you know, if, if you don't make, tra- I mean, I know transactions are public, but if it's not tied to any individual, how in the world could anybody find out is there ties to ip addresses in the back end my baby maybe by exchanges and stuff is that you know i would assume it's fairly well i'm not going to say private because it's not but it's fairly unless you have someone that's really dedicated to finding each transaction i would assume i i know at the same time though it's like a story the other day that was like the irs is seeking to hack um hardware hardware wallets i i heard i haven't looked into it in more detail i should Maybe we should need to cover that Friday because it's, you know, obviously <laughs> pretty concerning. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate that. So here's the uh, the desk um, story real quick here. Uh, Trump, this is RT, so keep that in mind. Uh, Trump makes online comeback with a virtual desk that mimics his wiped Twitter feed. Former U.S. President Donald Trump is back online, sort of, months after being banned by most social media giants. He's now using a desk run through his campaign website to post content resembling his tweets. From the desk of Donald Trump, revealed on Tuesday, is a page that looks very much like the 45th president's Twitter account from which he was banned. We know that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, A promotional video pinned to the top of the feed declares it a beacon of freedom and a place to speak freely and safe. Let Let me see if it loads. I was in there the other day. And try to load it, and he just didn't. Here's that video. That's so uh, good, good, good stuff here. Him and those who supported him in the Senate to the trash of history. Twitter permanently banning the commander in chief's personal account with 88 million followers. Straight from Mar-a-Lago, a beacon of freedom arises. A place to speak freely and safely. Straight from the desk of Donald J. Trump. Save America, right? So there we go, folks. That's what uh, that's what we were uh, that's what we were uh, promised, and that's what we got. And and the upside here too, though, of course, uh, as we should as we should note here uh, from the desk of Donald Trump is that you can why not uh, 
Why not share them on Facebook? Why not share the post on, on Facebook and Twitter? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a, I mean, I know like the fact that mainstream journalists are complaining on, on this platform and Trump calling it, oh, it's just, it's a blog, big deal, dude. It's like, that's what most mainstream journalists do as well, right? That's, it's like, that's what it, some of these news sites are glorified blogs. It's, that's basically what it is, right? Um, but yeah, so this is, I mean, if this is what it was, that's just embarrassing. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's over folks. Move, move on. Time to, time to move on. Um, all right. Uh, let me just check here. Make sure I didn't miss, miss any on Trovo. Um, Sarah B with the cast, uh, stay safe a spell. Thank you. Uh, very kind of you. Scroll back up here. De Blasio. Oh, we did that. That was the Tumblr one. That's right. We got that one. Thank you, uh, to you as well. Just want to make sure we didn't miss anyone there. Uh, RoboThink with a, uh, a, a winner spell, a dan dancing chicken, as I call them. Actually, two of those from RoboThink. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. It's uh, very kind of you. Okay, let me check uh, Odyssey real quick here, too. Uh, I've got to push Odyssey more. Get on over on Odyssey. Uh, we have about uh, 73 people joining us over there. Shout out to the audience uh, uh, folks. Uh, and uh, do try out their swap uh, service if you have some crypto. Uh, if you want to give some our way, you can do that through the library tokens. You can swap, you know, your crypto. Uh, fairly straightforward. I got to try it myself. I'll, I'll do it. But they have a, a swap function on odyssey.com. And you can swap and then you can give uh, library tokens uh, over on uh, on Odyssey as well. But uh, yeah, thank you to everyone watching over there. Okay, uh, let me see here. What else? What else do we have here? Uh, oh, yeah. So we got to just talk about this real quick here. Go so Google has a master plan to build a massive corporate town for its employees. Now, this is this is how it's beginning, but it's not how it's ending. This, and, and mark my words, this is a prediction, and it's kind of, it's not, you know, completely unique or anything like that, but uh, you will see digital of sorts citizenships in big tech companies within, I think within 10 years, even if you physically live on these new cities and corporate parks that they're building, I think that they will start getting people over, uh, you know, into that kind of type of mechanism, like leave your, are you tired of, you know, America? Or are you tired of, uh, you know, racist European country? Come, come join us, get your citizen, your digital citizenship. It's on the blockchain, of course, right? Um, and uh, it'll be safe, and you have advantages, and it, it's kind of gonna—it's it, kind of going to be like Starship Troopers. Remember that that you had to kind of join the military to get to be a citizen, right? And of course, that's kind of mimic on on Rome, right? A little bit, but something like that's coming. You have to take part in the culture war, the battle for, you know, the progressive uh, takeover of the globe. You, you can join in, you become an activist, you're a citizen. They're, they'll basically become nationalists, these people, like hardcore nationalists. They'll be Google Nation, Facebook Nation, Twitter Nation, Tesla Nation, right? Starlink uh, or uh, SpaceX Nation, you know, uh, we'll see. But Forbes had this uh, article from last year, September last year, for building a town, right? With Google, uh, Twitter and Facebook and other leading companies calling for people to work from home for the foreseeable future, it looked highly likely that the remote work uh, would become the standard in a post-COVID-19 world. However, recent announcements from Amazon, I forgot Amazon, they're going to build their own too, and Alphabet, Google's parent company, show that we can't take everyone, uh, take the everyone is going to work from home trend as a done deal. 
Alphabet, Alphabet announced this week, again, this is last year, that is proposing constructing a massive company town project in Mountain View, California. The tech behemoth will build a combination of houses, retail stores, parks, recreations, uh, recreations and a corporate campus spanning 40 acres. Google's future is taking a page from the past during the 1800s. They go through a couple of examples of some you know, gold rush and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Google's vision called the Midfield Park Master Plan is an updated version of the company town and offers roughly 1.33 million square feet of office space along with residential housing, open-air recreational space, commercial buildings, retail shops, and a host of other amenities. The search engine company will hold ownership of the campus. The cost of living in San Francisco and surrounding areas have become prohibitively expensive for many people to work there. With the recent civil unrest and loosening of some laws, residents of San Francisco similar exactly so it will be a an escape route for techies, right? Your your average those who've learned to code um, is going to be able to come and go into that nation and and protect themselves, shield themselves. They will have walls around these things. It will be hardcore nationalism for them. Digital, they will not call it that, but it will be like they'll have their banners and their logos and coat of arms and their armies. Uh, you, you just you, you just wait for it, right? Uh, so there is a video on this. I thought we could play a little bit too. Uh, this one, why Facebook is building a city, which is kind of interesting. But this, I can show this real quick too, an updated version on this. This is from, uh, let me see, what's the date on this here? Is there no date? Okay, a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, earlier than the other articles, 22nd of February 2019. But anyway, okay, Google is building a smart city from the underground and up. So they'll have their, uh, their dumbs, I guess, part of this, right? Their, uh, their dumbs, their deep underground bases. Um, connecting local infrastructure to make it smart is not ambitious enough for Google, so it's building an entire city itself. We first heard Google's plans in 2017, but details were scarce. Now we're getting a bit more information along with some renders of what it should look like. A group within Alphabet, Google's parent company, is technically behind the project. Sidewalk Labs imagines, designs, tests, and builds urban innovations to help cities meet the biggest challenges. Now, keep in mind, too, this will be, it will be so-called a smart city, which means that every, it will be haptic devices, scans everything, everywhere. It will be, uh, it will be detecting everything. It will be all-knowing, all-seeing, all scanning right everything will be in and this is on a website iot news right tech news which is internet of things it'll be an internet of things type of city and so these cities are going to break ground it's going to be run by the big silicon valley big tech companies of where the rest of the world wants to go where it is going to go but the, these these companies are going to spearheading it here's spearhead that right and it's just going to be panopticon style just total surveillance non-stop uh, with all these new technologies that are coming out now, radar scan, it can like assess you in relation to where you are from the, you know, in a room and stuff like that. Biometrical signatures, you can, you don't need a device on, you don't need a microchip on you. That's old school stuff. They just scan you from, from afar. And if you're bad, they'll, they'll shut down your heart. They'll stop your organs. You might, you might laugh at that, but that's actually what they're working on right now. Everything is a, everything as a, as a service. Uh, you can you can run people's organs. They're learning to they're learning to interface. These are like Microsoft patents, Google patents. Uh, there are uh, a number of these patents coming out where they're 
seeking to run functions in your body. They're decoding the body's language and they're learning to basically hijack those signals or interface in between on those signals. That, that's where this is going. It's, it's crazy. I should return to some of those topics too of the, of the, the tech stuff and where they're going. Anyway, the city is called Quayside and is based on the waterfront in Toronto, or Toronto as Canadians say. Uh, for, for such a project, a couple of renowned architecture studios have been employed uh, Sun Hetta, which I, sounds like it's out of Denmark, maybe, uh, and Heatherwick Studio, where the chosen, <clears throat> where the chosen two. Hey, we have the Spurg, we have the Feds back in chat. Good to see you, boys. Was, I was wondering where you're going to show up. <clears throat> Can you hit us with your best account names today? We would appreciate that. High, high T white male. <laughs> That's good. It's good to see you anyway. All right. Um, it, it's good to see that you're <clears throat> you're spending some time with us over here. Uh, it's, always, it's always a pleasure. Uh, so the city is called Quayside, based on the waterfront in Toronto. Couple of uh, manufacturing uh, or archi architectural studios that are tied to it. Uh, and here are some renderings of uh, how it might uh, look here. Let's see if this uh, if this works. It doesn't look like that's active anymore. It's two years old. It's shut down. Um, okay, let me pull that up again here. IOTech News. There we go. Okay, so I can't click in on the images. So I just have to show them to you. You saw the top image there, obviously. Um, that's too bad. I can't click in on those, but you can see you can see them. It, it makes it's it's enough. There's a, these are some of the renderings that they've released. There will be three thousand housing units as part of the development, with uh, with a third of those deemed affordable. Uh, geothermal heating, solar energy will power Quayside to make it a great example of a sustainable city using renewable resources. Uh, anyway, so that's a. A little bit of a sample there for you of what they're seeking to do, uh, Google. All right, let me do a couple of these real quick here. Uh, Entropy Stream. Uh, Wise Wildfire says Trump is uh, pro Second Amendment except for banning novelty in ineffective, inaccurate bumper bump stocks. Yes, uh, seeking to ban ear-saving sound suppressors. I had didn't even know that. Uh, supporting red flag laws. Yep, that's true. That's crazy. And not supporting the general spirit of the Second Amendment. But other than that, yeah, Trump is totally pro Second Amendment. Yeah, did I I thought, did I mention some? Was that something in the article or something? Obviously, he's not, right? Uh, but uh, glad you pointed that out, Wise. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for your support. Uh, Jimmy Fallis bets on who between Facebook, Google, Amazon, etc. will get the get the bomb first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my bet is on Elon Musk. The official currency of SpaceX Nation will be Dogecoin. I'm calling it now. Yeah, let's see how that goes. Huh? Uh, but yeah, that is interesting. I mean, they, they will have eventually they'll have their own defenses. They'll have their own mechanisms to uh, as any nation would essentially. Right. So I would assume weapons development is part of that. I mean, I know their whole their whole company is a big weapon against us, basically. Right. Thank you, Jimmy. Bill Hoover uh, says on Entropy Stream, EntropyStream.live slash TV. So they help destroy our cities so they can flee to their executive cities, uh, exclusive cities. Yes, exactly. Um, they want to reform the world. They're, they're reshaping out of out of the chaos, out of the the, the um, what do you call it? the ashes, right? They will build something new. Uh, so that's what I think. That's what I think it is, right? Here's another one. Keep punching it. With a bunch of N-words and, and uh, all kinds of uh, Star of Davids and uh, cherries and stuff on Trovo. Yeah, it's, it's good to see you. Good to see you guys. I think the first one you did, though, uh, I, think, I don't think you got it right. Lana's not uh, with us here today. Uh, so it <clears throat> shows how much uh, involved in this. If you're trying to uh, insult Lana, it's not the right, not the right day to show up, uh, boys. But uh, all right. 
Uh, Jimmy Fallis, man, if these companies actually become countries, they really want uh, they really want to do it too. These people have read uh, read Snow Crash and Neuromancer. Yeah, Neuromancer, I'm, I'm familiar with. Great books, by the way. He says uh, Zuck bought Oculus specifically because of Snow Snow Crash. Oh, interesting. Yeah, exactly. I think most of it, and I've kind of neglected to mention that, but obviously part of this is the digital. Uh, actually, a better word is uh, augmented reality is going to be part of this uh, aspect too. You're going to probably have you're going to have some kind of pods in the future uh, where they just sit and people have their their glasses on and they're just hooked up into a VR environment or something like that, right? So we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, but yes, let me play a little bit of that video here. Um, that's talking about Facebook building their city, right? So let's play a bit of this. <clears throat> uh, thank you, Mr. Ninjaberg, over in, <laughs> over in chat, too. Uh, so obviously, this is what they did on DLive, too, right? So I, I should... I'm saving some of this, and then I'll reach out, reach out to DLive again and talk about the the attempt, the sabotage attempt, and hopefully that will get us re-enabled over on DLive. But, but we'll see. I don't think they might not be reasonable. They might have wanted to ban us for a while anyway. I think it was a fluke that we kind of got back on there temporarily. Uh, but but we'll try. So keep posting, Feds. Can you keep can you keep them coming the messages? That way I can use them uh, to my advantage to prove uh, that we have gay operators like you guys out there. Uh, seeking to intentionally inflict a ban on us because you're posting bullshit in chat. So it's, it's targeting, right? Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay, uh, check out this video here. Why Facebook is building a city. South of San Francisco, in Menlo Park, the heart of Silicon Valley, lie a series of unremarkable offices. They have creative names like Building 57, Building 40, and wait for it, none other than the Employment Development Department. There's a plan, though, to turn this 59-acre office park into a more or less fully self-contained city, called Willow Village. It'll have a grocery store, pharmacy, retail stores, playgrounds, hotel rooms, a community center, and 1,500 housing units. Oh, and one more thing, it's 100% owned by everyone's favorite company. No, not Equifax, not Thank Comcast, you Black Mr. Ningerberg, or Enron. And Worse, Facebook. In just a few years, Facebook employees will be able to work, eat, play, shop, and now sleep all without leaving the property of the world's most trustworthy company. Google, meanwhile, plans to build over 10,000 homes in Mountain View. And Apple just finished the sixth most expensive building in the world, behind Singapore's famous Marina Bay Sands. As companies expand their physical presence, the line between public and private is being blurred, and local governments find themselves not governing, but being governed by more powerful corporations. And it all stems from one simple economic problem. College majors are generally fairly okay. constant. I'm going to pause here because now he just goes through, he goes kind of through like the economic reasons why this is happening and it's kind of boring, so we're going to skip that until he returns back to talking more about what's but, but basically in short what he's describing is people that work in the tech sector is finding it increasingly difficult to just live in some of these areas and cities uh it's too expensive and on one end if they live in areas that where they get riots and shit like that you you know you, you got to kind of get them out the, get them out of there and apparently the, the turnaround time for many tech, tech companies is about two and a half years so it means a lot of tech com companies actually have a difficult time hanging on to people. There's always a newer job, a better job, a be better paying job offered. So they have to do things to try to attract people 
to their place and to get them to stay there. And part of what they're doing that is that's why they have these free lunches and you know the 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 uh, you know gyms. They have all these things on the the corporate campus. Uh, all of these are like incentives to get you to stay with that company. But so anyway, the next step in this process is just build the whole city, build the whole smart city. You don't even have to leave the confines of the city, right? So anyway, he picks up after that uh, with this. Actually, the most talented among them have most of the leverage here. Not only do they always have the promise of high salaries, signing bonuses, and stock options elsewhere, but because tech companies are so concentrated in Silicon Valley, changing jobs is really easy. You won't have to move to a new state or climate, maybe not even a new house. Apple Park is a 15-mile drive from Stanford, Tesla headquarters 3 miles, Facebook 9, and Google 7. Software companies, therefore, have about the same turnover rate as McDonald's. The average Tesla employee, for example, lasts 2.1 years, and 3 is considered quite good. So tech companies have to go out of their way to make workers happy. That means free food, gym memberships, cell phones, unlimited vacation days, laundry, right. bikes, right. childcare, yoga, nap rooms, luxury lockers, and massages. Check out this Google, next thing here. Apple, and Facebook will even pay for women who aren't ready to have children to Look freeze at their eggs. Still, They're paying, it's not I enough. had no fucking idea about that. Isn't that crazy? They're <laughs> but you know, but you know what that what that means as well is don't don't have kids, right? And I mean, it's not that it's not possible after this point, but it's like, don't, don't have kids. We'll just, we'll pay for freezing your eggs. These tech companies single-handedly is responsible for, for low birth rates among, uh, among the coders, right? Still, it's not enough, especially for Facebook, whose poor reputation has reportedly made it much harder to attract talent. According to CNBC, nearly every applicant Facebook offered a job to in 2016 accepted, while only about half do today. The ultimate way to keep employees, though, is to involve yourself in every aspect of their lives. It's much harder to leave a company when it owns your house and those of your friends and family. Already, Facebook offers at least $10,000 to live near the office. Apple and Google, meanwhile, drive employees who live in San Francisco to work in luxury Wi-Fi equipped buses. For the employee and the company, all of these things make sense, but they often come at the expense of the community as a whole. By using municipal bus stops to load and unload, they use public infrastructure without supporting or improving the quality of public transportation. They've also made housing unaffordable, not only around their campuses, but in neighborhoods as far away as San Francisco. And as their physical presence grows, they begin taking over some of the roles of government. In 2014, for example, Facebook paid for a new police station next to its campus, along with the $170,000 salary of an officer. That should be a red flag. It's time for the country to reevaluate the power big companies have over government, and maybe not the time for Facebook to try replacing the US dollar. If you are as curious as I am about why Facebook wants to dominate payments in developing countries like India, let me yeah. recommend watching What Facebook Knows About You on CuriosityStream. Yeah. Cryptocurrencies are creating that, but <laughs> dominate India? They want to, they're, they're dominating the West or helping to destroy the West or even paying women to freeze their eggs so they don't have kids. Anyway, you get the idea, but that's crazy, right? They're building their own police force, and now they have their own Supreme Court. Like, we were, we, you know, is it coming together for you, what they're doing here and where this is going? Uh, I, think, I think it's pretty crazy, right? So, yeah, so the future here, I think, 
uh, is digital or so-called virtual nations. They might not be called that, but that's technically what they're going to turn into. They're going to offer different things. Citizenship will, you know, you'll give get this when you join and part of it. And again, think of Facebook's like, you know, ad revenue, total income. They could, they could have some UBI system even in, internally. P people are going to love this. They're going to go nuts for this. The nation is outdated anyway. Let's we need something new. It's going to be, you know, it's on the blockchain. It's safe, and it's you have the it's the virtual part of it. You get shit for free. Intravenous Pepsi and cheese straight into your vein. You can just lie back, enjoy, do whatever you want in your digital space. And then when you do bother to go outside, you have the corporate park right there. Everyone works on the same thing, you know, part of the same team. Uh, Facebook, Google, Twitter, Amazon, Alphabet, right? Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Michael uh, over on Interpest Stream says, key stanza, uh, key stanza in this old company town adding, but tells St. Peter he can't go to heaven because I owe my soul to the company store. Is that the uh, the song? Is that the song? Um, Tell me what the link is, Michael. Hang on. Is it just that song, right? 16 tunes, Tennessee Ernie Ford. I got to check out that later, but thank you, uh, Michael. I appreciate that. Uh, let me go back here. Key stanza. Yeah, stanza is like the, this a musical uh, term, right? Uh, Jimmy Fallis with uh, another donation here and a super chat over on Entropy Streams says, clever names of these Facebook buildings. I wouldn't want to live in building seven. It might fall in on itself for no reason. Uh, yeah, or like, uh, you know, building not one, I guess, right? One, one and two and seven. Uh, thank you, Jimmy. Michael, again, with a chat, a stupid smartphone. Sing was, Sing was, I guess it was an auto uh, correction there or something. Sing was 16 song, I, I think it should say, but whatever. Sing was 16 tunes by Tennessee Ernie Ford. You load 16 tons and what do you get? Another day older a de uh, and deeper in debt. St. Peter won't you call me? Because I can't go, I owe my soul to the company store. I see what you're getting at. You're 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 saying that's what that song is about, right? Joining the the, the it's the company running you. Remember the Japan have had these kind of systems for a long time. Uh, it's been all uh, you sleep and these little pod things, right? You 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 know you eat the raw fish. Granted, that's better for you, but it's you know kind of getting us in the in the bugs direction, right? Uh, you raw fish, you sleep in the pod. You never leave the you never leave the company. You marry internally with, with people at the company and stuff like that. And so uh, so yeah, the, it's the 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 culmination of the corporate world. Check out uh, Rollerball too. Do you guys remember that Rollerball? It was like this the the corporate wars they called it, uh, which was a big thing in the in kind of a, a prediction within Rollerball, uh, kind of apocalyptic. Everyone is on drugs. They go to these parties, degenerate uh, uh, you know parties and. Um, and they go and watch, you know, sports ball, basically, you know, kind of the Coliseum of that time in the future. And then, um, then, but they all work uh, or are part of, of corporate corporations, not nations, right? So electricity is fighting, uh, you know, building or something. I forget what the, what the companies were called in there, but, you know, basically uh, that's a good little sample of, of what might be coming as well. All right, so let's switch over to this. Uh, I'm sure some of you saw it already, but uh, let's take a look at it anyway. CIA's new recruitment video, uh, an utter, an utter it's, well, I was going to say disgrace, uh, but I guess they've, I guess they're coming, they're coming full circle. This is what's, uh, what it was about all that time. Check this out. 
When I was 17, I quoted Zora Neale Hurston's How It Feels to Be Colored Me in my college application essay. The line that spoke to me stated simply, I am not tragically colored. There is no sorrow dammed up in my soul nor lurking behind my eyes. I do not mind at all. At 17, I had no idea what life would bring, but Sora's sentiment articulated so beautifully how I felt as a daughter of immigrants then and now. Nothing about me was or is tragic. I am perfectly made. I can wax eloquent on complex legal issues in English while also belting Guayaquil de mis amores in Spanish. I can change a diaper with one hand and console a crying toddler with the other. I am a woman of color. I am a mom. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I am intersectional, but my existence is not a box-checking exercise. I am a walking declaration, a woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences, suggesting that a question has been asked. I did not sneak into CIA. My employment was not and is not the result of a fluke or slip through the cracks. I earned my way in and I earned my way up the ranks of this organization. I am educated, qualified, and competent. And sometimes I struggle. I struggle feeling like I could do more, be more to my two sons. And I struggle leaving the office when I feel there's so much more to do. I used to struggle with imposter syndrome, but at 36, I refuse to internalize misguided patriarchal ideas of what a woman can or should be. I am tired of feeling like I'm supposed to apologize for the space I occupy rather than intoxicate people with my effort, my brilliance. I am proud of me, full stop. My parents left everything they knew and loved to expose me to opportunities they never had. Because of them, I stand here today a proud first-generation Latina and officer at CIA. I am unapologetically me. I want you to be unapologetically you, whoever you are. Know your worth. Command your space. Mija, you're worth it. Yeah. CIA. Brought to you by the CIA. <laughs> CIA.gov slash careers. We've come full circle, folks. Worth. It's the end times, as the Christians would say. It's uh, that peak peak intelligence. It's It's the... It's it's been absorbed into it. It's it's part of it. It's it's what's happening, right? <laughs> it's it's pretty. It's not. I'm not shocked. I can't say that. I, I can't say that I'm shocked because it's it's just it's the logical conclusion uh, to kind of where all this was going anyway, right? Uh, but yeah, so the, the recru CIA recruitment video features a cisgender millennial who says, "I'm unapologetically me, an immigrant." Michael Tracy had a story on this too, um, and the and the left is very upset with him for pointing this out. CIA embraces left wing ideology. Leftists deny that this is happening. So apparently, it's 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 a so the CIA they claim is using this as a as a ploy. That, that, see, they still don't trust the CIA, although they're on their side, right? They're 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 doing everything that underlines and enables their worldview to be in place and the CIA is operating in unison with some of these groups and activities and it, and it's it's helping to eradicate opposition to it so that it just can like steamroll over everything uh, us and, and everything right but so that they think that they're the CIA is only doing this to fool everybody 
so that they will, you know, it's a trick, basically, right? They're not really genuine about it, right? Um, and we'll check his article in a moment. Uh, he said, pretty simple, intersectionality is a left-wing ideological doctrine which has now achieved such wide circulation that even the CIA is proudly espousing it. But leftists are in a bizarre denial about it, having play, played any role in this, because admittedly it's pretty embarrassing. So they managed to push and do the, the slow march through the institutions, right? That's what That's what this is. And now... The people who grew up in this brainwashed mechanisms are the ones that are running the banks and the CIA and the intelligence services and Goldman Sachs and BlackRock and right. It's it's all them now, but they're still denying it and still think that they're the outsider. That's what's so funny about this, right? Um, it's it's incredible. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Jimmy Fallis says, I earned my way in CIA diversity hire. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is funny. Flying Dutchman, greetings. Uh, good to see you, Flying Dutchman. Thank you for the support. Appreciate it. Black Phillips says, I've been, think uh, I've been thinking hard about this CIA video. I don't think the CIA is that retarded to go full woke in the public. I think it's like a, uh, it's like a psychological test to see how normies respond so that they can learn. It's It's... It's always multi-layered. There's always, you, I think you're partially right that they want to see the reactions from the opposition. What did they, what did they do when we do this? What happens? Is this, or you know, it's always, it's always a, a number of gay ops weaved in a, in a riddle, in a, uh, in a, in a, you know, false flag, <laughs> right? Uh, so I think you're right. I think that, uh, but I think it's a, it's a big test, but it's to see if they can pull it off. But I genuinely think a lot of the the people internally now that this is what they this is what they believe. Um, I think the the progressive ideas, the, the the general you know, the the mechanisms, the power, the philosophy that has ruined the West. Just keep it simple here. Uh, is so is so powerful and so ubiquitous that it's everything is bathing in every everything is steeped in it everything. But I think when the fun thing comes in it is when you still see left wing opposition to something like the CIA, and they still think that they're an outsider or, or, or fighting that. Like no, you're you're the guys that are now involved in dropping bombs on on brown people in the Middle East, for example, right? That's that's you guys. You're doing that now. Just wait until this LGBT thing just really kind of catches on. And they're, they're kind of already doing that with uh, uh, with Assad a little bit, right? Uh, some of the Middle Eastern countries. It's like, you, you, you accept democracy or democracy will come to you. And it will be with bombs, you know? Uh, anyway, in a mind-blowing, Michael Tracy says here, marketing video first published on March 25th, but which had escaped widespread notice until recent days, the CIA enthusiastically endorsed several key tenets of what now, uh, what has now indisputably become a hegemonic left, liberal, ideological, and rhetorical construct. I am a woman of color, the video protagonist, an unnamed CIA officer, triumphantly proclaims. I am a cisgender millennial who has been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I am intersectional, or intersectional, intersectional. Sorry, uh, but my existence is not a box checking exercise. There you go. She continues. I had to struggle with imp imposter syndrome. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, but at 36, I refuse to internalize misguided patriarchal ideas of what a woman can or should be. 
I am tired of feeling like I'm supposed to apologize for the space I occupy. But is it people telling you to apologize for for taking up space? Uh, yeah, the climate activists are, I guess. That's true. Uh, the video is a quick tour de force of the tropes and quirks most closely associated with contemporary woke ideology. Um... While the video was produced by the CIA, I could have just as easily, it just could have as easily been produced by any Fortune 500 company or foundation funded activist organization, all of which are now reading from more or less the same script. The CIA video is actually just one installment in a running series called Humans of the CIA, a title possibly intended to be reminiscent of the Humans of New York social media craze. I don't even know what that is. Wherein ordinary citizens are humanized with. <laughs> schmaltzy and touchingly relatable, st relatable stories, just as the CIA has uh, at least attempted to do with this series, right? Another Humans of the CIA video features a man narrating his journey with the following quote, Growing up gay in a small southern time, I, I was lucky to have a wonderful and accepting family. I've always struggled with the idea that I might not be able to discuss my personal life at work. Imagine my surprise when I was... Uh, taking my oath to at CIA, I noticed a rainbow on the den director Brennan's lanyard. <clears throat> so Brennan is a he, he was Brennan is a guy who active like he was an actual actual communist. Like an, he voted for the the Communist Party of the United States back in what the eighties or something like that, right? And so these people they 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 won. They infiltrated everything. I haven't seen this video. Let's let's take a look at this one. Another one here. I wanted to be a librarian the first time I set foot in a library. I was always a little different, even at that age, and libraries often- Yeah, I know, Red Dog. Schmaltzy is <laughs> a- safe, quiet space where I could find tens of thousands of escapes into worlds of fantasy, mystery, and intrigue. After finishing college, I entered the workforce as a middle school librarian, where I was able to bring that dream full circle and match my students with the perfect books. Now, I get to experience that same type of fulfillment in a very different way here at CIA. I love my job because I have no idea what type of research question is coming through the door next. It might be as simple as an HR officer needing to clarify a law, or as complex as an analyst needing to help identify something they saw in a video still. There's something incredibly rewarding about knowing you are having a very real impact of potentially global proportions. Sure, yeah. Globalism. As an agency librarian, these people, these people are the globalists now. It's it's inc it's incredible, absolutely. To incredible. ensure that our collection and services are matched up with what CIA needs, not only am I involved in the acquisitions of journals, books, and countless electronic resources, I'm also encouraged to curate special collections that challenge expectation. Recently, I brought in our intelligence gaming collection to give officers unique opportunities to practice skills they need in their various roles, instead of sitting for hours in front of a computer-based training. They can play a carefully selected game to train a specific set of skills while simultaneously building on the myriad soft skills essential to intelligence work. My favorite thing about CIA is that they encourage the out-of-the-box ideas that drive real progress. Growing up gay in a small southern town, I was lucky to have a wonderful and accepting family. I always struggled with the idea that I might not be able to discuss my personal life at work. Imagine my surprise when I was taking my oath at CIA and I noticed a rainbow on then-director Brennan's lanyard, which I later learned was designed by Engel, one of the many employee resource groups here at the agency. I remember being stunned. Mm -hmm. Since then, however, I've learned that far beyond the resource groups, inclusion is a core value here. Officers from the top down work hard to ensure that every single person, whatever their gender, gender identity, race, 
disability, or sexual orientation can bring their entire self to work every day. How 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 quickly they forget, right? It's, it's, it, there is also that aspect. I do have to mention that that like it's as soon as they as they go this way, all their all their crimes are forgiven, you know, kind of thing, right? We're, we're like, no, like you used to like you killed leaders in other parts of the world, like you you, you ran drugs, <laughs> like all these gay ops that you've been doing over the years. It's just a handful. I mean, just look at CIA. You know, c corruption, conspiracies, and all the things that they've had their 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 fingers in over the years, right? And now they can just, you know, now they can just, uh, you know, well, we're on your side now. We're 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 left wing now, and and it is true that also one of the reasons why they are going in this way is because it is a weapon, right? It is a weapon against civilization. It's a mechanism of control. The majority of people ends up being on your side when it comes to. Uh, again, like what they're doing now with with the supposed terrorists, right? Anyone that opposes our us are the terrorists now, and by and by doing that delineation, by doing that labeling, you're enabling these people to do whatever they want to crush their opposition, like literally crush their opposition, right? Those who can oppose this madness, right? So it is a mechanism, it is a weapon, and it's a mechanism, a tool towards hegemony, right, to to take over, to control uh, people and individuals. Because this is a cult, too. Keep that in mind. It's an, an, an allegiance to the cult. And it's kind of like a chicken, a chicken or the egg type of deal, I guess, here. Well, which one came first? Did the CIA then invent all these things to do that? And... Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think that I, th I think you had a different school uh, back in you know the Frankfurt School days, and then cultural Marxism, Columbia University march through the institutions, and then that has now its tentacles have, have gone so far, so deep that it's reached ever all the most inner crevices uh, of, of the government agencies with which these people supposedly object. You know, was were against way back, way back when, right? So it's it's just you know oneness. That, that that's I guess that's the conclusion. It's just out of many one. It's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Um, let me see. We have Black Philip here. Let me see. Did I do that one? Uh, yeah. No. White wildfire. Uh, next here. Can white people and it's within quotes there. Can white people identify as POC people of color since white is still a color, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, you have yeah, I pulled this up in the meantime here. The cl classic, you know, images like this one, right? That everything is always a reversal, right? Everything is always upside down. Uh, what's black is white. What's white is black. What's evil is not always maybe good, but th that's what the, the flip that are the transvaluation of values, right? We, we're in that upside mirror world right now. So ironically, the people of color are people of European descent. We have the most color, most diversity when it comes to color. And yet we're called white and bland and all these kinds of things, right? So, so yes, as a technicality, uh, if you ever end up in a situation where you can check boxes, yes, you are, uh, as a white person, uh, definitely, most definitely a person of color. Uh, that, would be, uh, that would be my answer to that, Wise. Thank you, uh, Wise. I appreciate the, the chat. Uh, Jimmy Fallis says, my existence not regarding the first video we looked at from the CIA here. My existence is not a box-checking exercise. Uh, and then it says CIA diversity hire checking all the boxes and following in the footsteps of our vice president. Yeah, it's it's literally like the only reason you are where you are is because it is it's because of the 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 the, the check boxes, right? Um, 
But again, they always have to lie what's right in front of your uh, face. They have to. It's a ga They're gaslighting you with that. Uh, Bill Hoover says over on Entropy Stream. That's EntropyStream.live/slash/at-red-eyes-tv. Uh, ever notice how no one ever launches a protest campaign against the FBI or the CIA? Yeah, not anymore. Because they 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 run the show now. They they own it. It's uh, it's in the bag. They got it. Um, we got one right. So uh, no, it's uh, they've left that. That they're they're not the anti-war left anymore. Uh, they are the takeover CIA and then bomb the countries who refuse to uh, uh, set up a central bank and imp and and, and uh, embrace uh, LGBTQ rights. Basically, that that's where that's where we're at, right? Um. So, oh, this one too. By the way, this is funny. Where did that go? Did I not open that one second here? There was a new. There was a new logo. Check this out here. Um, the CIA did a new logo. Apparently, this is like, when was this? January 2021. CIA rebrands to encourage diversity, but identity of logo designer remains top secret. Do you like, do you like that one? America's Central Intelligence Agency has unveiled new identity aimed at attracting more diverse employees, but has refused to disclose the designer behind the new look. The re redesign uh, attracted speculation and ridicule on social media. But the artist Ryder Rips was previously designed for Mark Jacobs, Kanye West, and Grimes, around others, appearing to take credit for the redesign in an Instagram post. However, CIA has denied involvement, telling GQ magazine, as CIA's new website states, we're looking for people from all backgrounds and walks of life um, to work at CIA, but this individual has absolutely nothing to do with our website redesign. Um, someone had a tweet, oh, this tweet here, too. New CIA logo literally... A Mutech poster. See, I don't even know what that is. Mutech poster. Um, but there you have it. Mutech poster. Some graphic design, maybe some style or something like that, maybe. Uh, all right. Anyway, so I'm going to dwell on that. But there you go. Beautiful new, uh, beautiful new logo there by the uh, by the CIA. Uh, to the surprise of no one, uh, of course, uh, uh, Washington Times reported on this here. White liberals more likely to have a mental health condition. White liberals are more prone to mental health disorders than individuals who identify as conservatives or moderates, according to a Pew Research Center survey. 62% of whites who classify themselves as very liberal or liberal have been told by a doctor that they have a mental health condition, as compared to 26% of conservatives and 20% of moderates, the study found. That's pretty high. That's still high, I gotta say. I guess everyone has a mental issue. I know that they, many of them, they kind of want to have a mental issue. That's cool, right? No, puts you on the um, on the hierarchy of of oppressed groups and stuff, right? Uh, young white people who identify as very liberal were almost one and a half times more likely to report mental health problems than those who consider themselves liberal. Although the Pew study was published last year, Zach Goldberg, a doctor doctoral candidate, consolidated the data on Twitter, which sparks a column by news magazine EV trying to dissect why this actually is. Mr. Goldberg speculated that the disparity may be because white liberals were more likely to seek mental health evaluations than other ideologies. This could be a simple and true answer. Yet there's also a lot of drawbacks to believing in liberalism. The entire ideology forces uh, its followers to wallow in feelings of helplessness and victimhood, Evie noted, as opposed to building resiliency against hardship, which helps combat depression. True. Eve was also quick to point out that w liberals may also be more susceptible to white guilt and savior narratives. Interesting. 
Can we can we finally can we finally conclude that white guilt is a mental uh, health disorder? Um, I'd, I'd be I'd be happy to, uh, to to go that way, which brings them down, especially given last summer's continued Black Lives Matter riots. Misinformation may also be fueling the decline in mental health. Americans who identify as liberal or very liberal believe 1,000 or more unarmed black men were murdered by police in 2019, according to a survey produced by Skeptic.com. In reality, only 12 were. We looked, remember that clip from um, Ami Berkowitz? What was his name again? Uh, Where they think thousands of blacks are being murdered by the cops every year around America? Um, do you remember that? I think the media should have be held responsible for, for creating this climate. Uh, absolutely. Remember the guy screaming? I mean, if this is not a... Let me, let me play that again. If this is not evidence of, uh, of like a mental disorder, where, where did it go? Do you guys remember this, the guy who's screaming like crazy? Let me see if I can find that clip. That's just... Uh, it's, it's too good to pass up. All right, I got to... No, there he is, there he is, there he is. Okay, sorry. I was looking for that here. Get imported into the software. One second. Uh, let me fix the aspect ratio here. It comes weird. Here, here we go. Look at, look at this. Tell me this... And this is something rooted in white guilt, hating yourself, right? Tell me this is not a mental health issue here. Disorder. <laughs> Goes for quite a while. It goes for quite for quite a while. Uh, who knows how long? Much longer than. Tell me that's not a mental disorder, a mental illness, a mental disease. Uh, but uh, this is not taken seriously. I'm serious about this. I don't think it's just about like, oh, you're just everyone is shitting on white people or whatever. I think a lot of these white liberals, especially, are attracted to these kinds of things because they loathe them hell, th- themselves, they hate themselves, they've been taught to hate themselves. Now, from you know, when when young young white people. Boys and girls are being taught that they're evil, they're wicked, they're root of their problem. Do you think this won't create a mental health disorder? Of course it will. It's it's despicable what's being done right now. A lot of people are unfortunately, unfortunately swept up in this. A lot of white people they're falling to the fall into the propaganda. They believe this stuff. It's it's despicable, right? Other polls show liberals have bought into the mainstream media's panic, uh, panic porn surrounding COVID-19 more than other ideologies, also causing them more stress and fear. The vast majority of Democrats overestimate the pop, pop, uh, probability of being hospitalized and dying from COVID-19 compared to other ideologies that Gallup survey found. There's only a 1% to 5% chance of somebody with COVID-19 having to be hospitalized, yet 41% of Democrats believe there's a greater than 50% chance. Only 10% of Democrat respondents in the survey knew the correct answer. Of course, because they're, they're consuming mainstream media. If you watch this stuff, you think it would be thousands of black men are intentionally shot by cops each, uh, you know, each year. Uh, you're going to die of the, of the, of the COVID uh, vaccine. Well, you're going to die of the vaccine, probably. <laughs> but uh, uh, the COVID-19 disease, right? 
Uh, all right. Anyway, you get the point. Let me do a couple of these real quick here. Uh, two from G Jimmy Fallis. Thank you, Jimmy. He says, plot twist. The designer of the new CIA logo is a cisgender white male. That's why it's top secret. You, you could be onto something there, Jimmy. Uh, another one from Jimmy, too. Plug for Lana's white guilt video. It's such a good video. Shared it, share it widely, everyone. Uh, yeah, it is. And for those of you who join us over on Entropy, uh, sorry, Odyssey, uh, Odyssey, uh, I'm re-uploading the old archives of some of the green screen uh, scripted videos from Lana. We have some other ones we'll do after that too, but they're uh, one by one kind of going up, going up uh, every other day or so, we'll upload two or three more. Uh, and I also post them to our Telegram, by the way. If you're not following us on, on our Telegram, uh, definitely make sure you're joining us over there because it's a great way uh, video repository too. You can actually watch the, the videos and the, the shows there. Uh, I upload them there too. So t.me slash TV. Uh, join us there. The Telegram channel is... Uh, growing so i hope we can pass uh, 10,000 on our telegram page here soon all right uh let me see what else do we have here oh yeah so we have this this kind of interesting i wanted to cover just briefly there's a lot you could say about it but allegedly supposedly uh there was a man who was trying to get into the CIA headquarters here a couple of gun a couple of guns ago it's reading guns gunned down a couple of days ago how about that and uh this was apparently after a longer uh, time that the man had been sitting in the car outside of the Langley uh, offices or, or facilities. And not the CIA, but the FBI showed up and gunned him down after he had gotten out of his car um, brandishing a weapon, uh, they say here. And it's one of those... Okie doke. Whatever you say, I'm, I'm, sh I'm sure it happened, right? Is this one of these uh, MK Ultra uh, victims? Uh, maybe is it is it is it for for just for for real, right? An armed intruder who tried to drive into the CIA headquarters, they tell us, in Virginia, was shot after a standoff that lasted several hours. I believe that they knew the man uh, ahead of time. Uh, let me see if I can find another story there. The the Independent wanted me to. Uh, uh, let me see here. One second. Okay, here's an update one day ago. CNN. Let's watch this one. Let's see if there's any updates. FBI says law enforcement shot and wounded suspect outside of CIA headquarters after hours-long standoff. Um, it was outside the Central Intelligence Agency headquarters in McLean, Virginia. Monday evening, the FBI is reviewing an agent-involved shooting that occurred approximately 6 p.m. on Monday. An individual involved in a security incident outside the CIA headquarters emerged from his vehicle with a weapon and was engaged by law enforcement officers. The suspect's statement continued. Uh, the suspect, the statement continued, was wounded and has been transported to a hospital for medical attention. I believe he, dis dis he died there, right? The suspect initially drove to the CIA's gate late Monday morning and made statements suggesting there was a bomb in the vehicle, in their vehicle. According to law enforcement officials, another source familiar with the incident, sure. Uh, a CIA spokesman had described the scene as a security situation. But yeah, yeah I, I would assume so. Um, all right. I, I don't know. Make, make, what is it? I don't know. Make of it, uh, make of it what you will. <laughs> it's kind of bizarre, to be honest. Uh, it's kind of bizarre. All right, quick mention about this one here. I kind of wanted to read a little bit from this. We're going to wrap up soon here. I have a couple of more stories, a couple of videos too I want to play. Um, 
Biden administration is considering using private firms to conduct warrantless surveillance of U.S. citizens. What a big surprise. We talked the other day, I think, it was a, I think it was in a Weekend Warrior show, about the USPS had been used to spy on American social media accounts. And so part of this reason is because they can get, they do this anyway. They've done this with NSA programs, programs that are funded by the federal government and, and things like that. Wiretapping. Uh, they've been doing this for years. So I'm not sure why they're, I guess they're trying to just avoid some controversy or the fact that they can end up in trouble or legal trouble if it's found out or when it's found out. We usually always find out. Uh, well, actually, there could be much more running that we don't even know about. But many of these have been exposed anyway, these these programs. But so apparently they want to use private firms to circumvent the law. For, so you, But if they outsource and they fund these uh, companies to do it, presumably it would still be legal. So I don't know what the, what the, how the legality of this would play out. The point is they're trying to do it. They're, tr they're trying to use private firms, private, private companies, to, do, to spy on, on, on U.S. citizens and then uh, use that against them, basically. And I think it's part of this insane, you know, what should we do about the 74 million kind of thing, right? Uh, they think everybody is a terrorist now. They have to know what everyone's saying all the time at, at all points, right? Uh, so, yeah, they want to monitor extremist chatter by Americans online because the federal government is legally limited to what they can do without a warrant. The report said the federal government is also banned from using false identities to gain access to private messaging apps and groups. You mean like here, like like they're doing on Trovo? <laughs> they do things that they, you know, well, we're not allowed to do that. Uh, okay, well, you, they do it all the time anyway. Uh, set, set up fake accounts, spy on people, you know, try to ruin them and stuff like that, right? Uh, the government can scan public social media profiles. Again, so kind of going into DMs or stuff like that then. Uh, the plan being discussed inside DHS, according to multiple sources, who in effect would allow the department to circumvent laws that limit what the federal government can do in surveilling U.S. citizens without a warrant. All right, you get the idea. I'm not going to read too much on that uh, there, too. Just another quick uh, story on this. On the same day that the Department of Justice hunts down grandma for walking into the U.S. Capitol, the Department of Justice announced that they will seal records of over 200 BLM and Antifa criminals. Big surprise, huh? The two-tiered system of justice has never been as clear as right now. Today, the FBI helped to identify an elderly woman who walked through the Capitol on January 6th, presumably because she was invited by the police on one of the sides to do that as well. Dozens, if not hundreds, of individuals have been arrested for crimes related to the January 6th uprising that was at least partially instigated by Antifa with other radicals present. But the same thing is not happening to BLM. And Antifa animals who destroyed property, burnt down city blocks, harassed innocents, and murdered dozens. The Department of Justice has offered to seal the records of BLM and Antifa individuals arrested last summer. The office of the D.C. Attorney General Carl A. Raisin said that it would offer to seal the arrest records of roughly 220 people detained for violating curfew orders in June protesting uh, uh, over the protest of the killing of George Floyd. Raisin, a Democrat, in his announcement Thursday said his office would send letters about the offer to those arrested in June 2020 in Washington, D.C., uh, according to the Washington Post. Those who received the letter already uh, know that they're not being pros uh, prosecuted and an affirmative response to the office offer will result in the office filing a motion to seal the person's record. So uh, incredible, the, incredible they're, they're, they're covering for this, right? But uh, again, with uh, with Brennan, 
Yeah, these kinds of people in charge uh, up the at the well, he's a former now with the CIA, but those that that ilk, those, those kinds of people, right? I'm not surprised. Uh, quick mention on this too: they're doing an audit in Arizona. Uh, the mainstream media are freaking out about this. They think it's this is insane. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. What's going to come out? They're prepping all these answers ahead of time. Now they're saying that they're, they're fake ballots and all these kinds of things, right? Uh, but apparently, a Phoenix police airplane flew above the the facility where the audit is being ha held in what they call a data gathering pattern uh, they're using uh, different types of devices there's devices called stingrays which is just one of many uh, that you can use to swipe people's phone data and records and stuff like that right uh, what is going on with the surveillance near the arizona veterans memorial coliseum by the phoenix police whose phone data are they after we first report on the police airplane trolling the skies over and near where the Maricopa County audit on Monday. This prompted a response from the Phoenix Police Department, as noted uh, in the below article. Uh, then on Tuesday, we provided information on the use of stingrays in smaller planes like the one being run by the Phoenix Police. These devices are used to locate and track suspects by their cellular connections. But we also pointed out that the Phoenix Police Department is in an agreement with the FBI from 2013, where they agreed to only used as technology in support of public safety operations or criminal investigations. However, the police, the police reported to us in part that while the maps do accurately represent our flights, both times we were air, um, where the aircraft was on police calls that had nothing to do with the events at the Veteran Memorial Coliseum. But apparently they're circling that, right? That's the, uh, uh, this is a video screen cap here of the uh, air, airline flight traffic right and so they're circling just going above uh, this facility around and around and around so i'm sure i'm sure there's nothing uh, i'm sure it's uh, it's totally legit right all right uh okay a couple of more here greta thunberg's out again um i guess we can just play it's kind of comedic uh, uh basically she's saying she's saying the very globalists that are inv inviting her to the united nations uh, the World Economic Forum and, uh, and other World Bank organizations and television shows and mainstream media, uh, they're not really doing anything uh, to, uh, to, do, to do anything about climate change. And uh, it says globalist on the lower third. That's funny. Greta Thunberg says globalist in denial over climate change. That's funny. Anyway, check this out. Listen to what she uh, says here. Activists have the same lack. I don't know how many meetings we have had together with marktavare. And it's in principle the same discussion every time. Vi befinner oss i en total förnekelse. Krisinsikten är absolut noll. Om ingen sätter press på makthavare så kommer de självklart inte göra någonting. Av debatten att döma, av, av möten att döma, så makthavare verkar ha gett upp 1,5-gradersmålet. Och det kommer vi inte acceptera, vi som den yngre generationen. Ja, som det är nu så är det dessvärre de flesta med en stor plattform som inte tar klimatkrisen på halvår, som inte behandlar det som en kris. Dessvärre en del av problemet. Men det är också det jag ser som kanske den största eh, källa till hopp just nu. Att tänk om de här människorna faktiskt skulle agera. Tänk om de faktiskt skulle ta sitt ansvar. Då skulle de kunna bli en så otrolig del av lösningen. We don't, we don't enjoy being the, the bad guys having to tell the uncomfortable stuff. Uh, so um, we don't yeah. do this because we think it's fun. We don't enjoy... Uh, being the party poopers, so to say. <laughs> so we would really appreciate if there were some others who who also dared to speak up and uh, 
and had the courage to to be a bit uncomfortable and to to risk losing a bit of popularity um yeah. because yeah. in a crisis like this we all have to step out of our comfort zones more or less um and it's this responsibility should not fall on us teenagers um young people activists and scientists because look at the screen name there too that's kind of funny let me go out <clears throat> Obviously, she made a joke or something. It says Greta Thunberg, B A L G. That's the the A with the two dots over it. Do you see that down in the uh, uh, left hand side corner? Let me go back there. L look at that. Why does she do that? We all have to step out of our comfort zones, more or less. Um, and it's this responsibility should not fall on us, teenagers, um, young people, activists, and scientists, because that's not our job. Our job is to mm -hmm. be teenagers and do what teenagers do. Well, return to that then, Greta. Uh, she donated a million, I think a million Swedish crowns recently to the vaccine campaign, reported on that. She, she pivoted towards pushing COVID vax, of course, the mRNA experimental uh, technology. Uh, but no, I mean, ultimately, Greta, you are a product of the propaganda. I mean, she doesn't think so. She thinks she's enlightened and knows all this or whatever. But in, in reality, you are doing exactly what the authorities, the globalists, the uh, the elite, the global leadership uh, have been. You're following their orders, effectively. You're, you're the you're the you're the end result of the propaganda over the years, and now they're finally using you as a tool, right? So they are engaged in this, and in fact, we that's all we hear about. In fact, that's almost all it is now. Uh, is that we have to you know limit and global warming and climate change and all this kind of stuff. So that's just bullshit. Look at England here, for example. Sale of coal and wet wood restricted in England. Curbs on the sale of house coal and wet wood for household burning in England have come into force under new rules aimed at cutting air pollution. People will still be able to use stoves and open fires. Oh, th oh, thank you. Thank you. But they will need to burn cleaner alternatives. These are the first restrictions on what people can burn in their homes since the Clean Air Act of the 1950s. The UK's... Uh, the UK's air is uh, far cleaner now, but in recent years, pollution from log burners has increased dramatically. Probably because people can't afford to heat, to heat their homes. There's like several uh, older people that are like they're freezing to death in the UK each winter because they can't afford to heat their homes. This is this we covered this in a weekend warrior show. You just have to go. Uh, you just have to go back and look that it was it was one of the earlier shows in 20, uh, 2021 we did, but it was a. A document out of the UK, and I, and I looked for it earlier, and unfortunately I couldn't find it, but it's called Absolute Zero. It's it's these uh, marketing companies that have come up with this document to make sure that we uh, reach a point where we have no zero emissions. And of course, the way that they do this is by also producing nothing. No, electri no electricity, no gas, no new cars produced, no, no nothing. They have these graphs in the document where they show this choke point of like around 2050 or 2040, I think it was. And maybe that's part of the COVID. Maybe that's part of all of this. The shutdown of the supply chain. Maybe this is intentional. They want to choke us out and make sure that we have there's nothing left. Nothing left anymore. Nothing is being produced. Uh, this is going to lead to mass deaths, of course, obviously, right? Because we don't have alternatives. Uh, but that document is just frightening. It's called Absolutely Zero. Absolute Zero. Let's see if I can find it real quick here. Uh, we showed it in one of the Weekend Warrior shows. I had it in the folder. I can't find it right now. Uh, I should pull that up later. But yeah, so uh, uh, limitation. And you know that then it's going to be, well, uh, you know, just just burning wood. That's too much uh, 
there's have to be a tax on that. You know, even people living way up in the north somewhere in like the Canadian wilderness and the U.S. or up in uh, the north in Sweden or something like that. Uh, sorry, you can't uh, you can't use uh, uh, dead and fallen wood to burn in your wood stove because it's it's releasing too much carbon dioxide, right? Uh, okay, couple of more things, then we'll wrap up. Weird stuff here. H and M ads. Dear aliens, send help. Look at this. Here I am, worrying about the future again. Dear aliens, send help. No, but seriously, does anything we do make any difference? Ugh, I guess it's not all bad. Like, I read that the technology behind coding is based on century-old inventions for weaving fabrics. Meaning, if we didn't have this, we wouldn't have that loop machine. And now we can use this new technology, based on really old technology, to recycle and make new fabrics from old fabrics. One thing evolves into another, like a loop, a loop, a loop. What if we could loop ourselves? Level up and take steps in the right direction. We won't be completely new people. We'll just have evolved. And maybe that's what we all need to do. Evolve. Do something today that makes a difference tomorrow. Do you see that city behind her there? <clears throat> Guess which city that is. That's that's uh, Google's smart city right there. The We've talked about these upgrades and updates they need to do. We just need to evolve, but we're totally just going to use this like CRISPR and uh, DNA editing technology and just weave some new stuff, right? Just put some new code in. And of course, it's for the better because we have to, we have to evolve, right? Uh, I don't know who this person is. Uh, Maisley Williams. I've never seen this person. Uh, I don't know what it is. But it almost has a unibrow, like uh, Frida Kahlo. But check that last part again. We can take steps in the right direction. We won't be completely new people. We'll just have evolved. Yeah, ex exactly. I mean, it's it's not like we're editing and changing what it means to be human with this new technology that soon is coming online. Uh, we're just evolving. It's just a natural evolution. Although it's like companies and business and nefarious people that are trying to like edit our genetic code. But, you know... That's fine. Uh, you know, connect with like brain computer interfaces and, you know, put chips in our bodies and uh, cyborg arms and stuff. But, you know, it's it's just an upgrade, just an update. And maybe that's what we all need to do. Evolve. Do something today that makes a difference tomorrow. HM, Swedish company, I'm sad to say. Um Join Avatar Maisie's Maisie Maisie hashtag Join the Recycling Revolution hashtag Let's Change Fashion. So you you know this recycling craze that they're in right now. Well, guess what? All of that is recycled plastics. All of that is a product of the oil and gas industry. All of that is leading to the consumption of microplastics, among other things. Uh, we eat as much as five grams every week on average as human. That's about it, the, the same equivalent of a credit or a debit card of plastic worth. That, in turn, is working as endocrine disruptors, or if you prefer, estrogen mimicking, which means that they alter especially boys' and men's hormone levels, and their T levels end up dropping fr from it. If you put this clothing on your body constantly around this, all the surfaces you touch is, is part of this kind of plastic and stuff like that, uh, guess what's going to happen? Your endocrine system is basically going to shut down. We need 
natural fibers. We need things as nature intended it. And all this new synthetic bullshit that they're uh, marketing to us as some, as some great new, not only green and climate friendly bullshit, but like some evolved, you know, evolved fabrics or something like that. Uh, is is utter nonsense, and of course, one of the reasons too is because they make they can make more money on it because they're recycling old like PET bottles and stuff like that. So HM is horrible, their quality is bad, and this is just going to make it ten times worse. Um, uh, all right, anyway, a couple of more here, and then we'll wrap up. Um, yeah, we charity. We'll have to skip that. That's too long. Check out this one real real quick here. This is the media in my environment. The, sorry, this is the environment police are subjected to, especially white police, as you'll hear from the clip, uh, on a daily basis because of the climate that the media has created, right? Uh, if if you have a white cop, they're automatic killers. Look at this if you haven't seen it before. I don't know why I'm being harassed today because I was going under the speed limit. I was going at 38. Yeah, yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing me? You are me? correct. I pulled you over because, because you're a murderer. Uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your... Hey, Archie, would you buy, would you buy socks? <clears throat> Say on Trovo, uh, Archie Bunkers, I want red-eyes cotton socks. Uh, I was say, we, we got to do like a poll or something and see what, because we're going to do some new... Uh, well, we'll do some new red-eyes merch, but some Lana's Llama stuff as well. And we're thinking people want beanies, uh, any other kind of hats, socks. Like, try to think outside of the box. Not I mean, Hoodies are one of the big ones we want to do, but... Probably do a do a poll or something and see what the interest is because I think I think like socks or even scarves or something would be good if it's like good you know uh, really good organic fabric and it's soft and you know nice and cozy and stuff like that. Uh, but we'll probably do a poll about that. But yeah, socks. People say I would get socks. <laughs> we could try. Uh, they're pretty pretty cool actually. But anyway, sorry, sidetracked. Uh, thank you, Archie. Uh, back to the video here. Your cell phone I, I while you're on driving. My phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. You. May I have your driver's license? Red eyes chainsaw. <laughs> that would be something, Lou Dog. Well, the the the, the downside is the uh, uh, all the electronic uh, uh, supply chain is being shut down, so we won't be able to do that in the next uh, five to ten years. Here, uh, remember, we got to be we got to get to obs absolute zero. No production, no material uh, conveniences whatsoever. So that unfortunately that's out. Socks, I think we can do though. It's it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his. Do you therapy. have a, Do you have your driver's license? I it, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. And so you're okay. giving me a cell phone ticket. Is that why you're harassing me? Not harassment. Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I have a right to and record the police when they're harassing me. By all means, but you can't do it while you're driving. I was. I can. I wasn't. Didn't texting or none of that. Do you have? And you had that you picture? scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. There we go. Okay, well, there. You thank you. you. <clears throat> thank you, mainstream media. It's it's a completely artificially created created construct, right? Considering the millions of interactions there are between police. And the public each year, the actual encounters that ends in somebody being dead and killed, it's like it's my it's minute, it's basically non-existing, right? But they but through the magic of perception by watching mainstream media, you think white cops is just out there hunting non-white people. It's insane, right? You Picture? scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Okay, well I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, you're that's not just a feeling; you're a murderer. Okay. 
Can you zoom in on that for me? Sure. Jay? Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher. So oh. there. Congratulations. Hands off, boys. What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, if here you, you stop, go, Stop murderer. shaking. Zoom in on that for me. Stop shaking. They're threatening to kill me and my son. Okay. I'll tell you what. You keep smiling. Yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not didn't smiling. Say that. You're the one who's. Crazy. Hold that still. I can't see that. Uh, is this your car? Yes, it is. And um, you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous. Yeah. Is that what I don't that's think about? so. You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous. Born Again Bear says a, a red-eyes Viking uh, Viking boat. There you go. Uh, I, I I'd I'd sign up for that one. One of those you can like, you can you know when you've when you've um, one of the big ones you can like burn at the end of your life, right? You can put it in a, in a dolmen or a burial mound too, but you can like send it out to the ocean and then just use your bow and arrow and shoot some uh, some fire straight into the boat and just a, a, a beautiful ending uh, <clears throat> to a horrifically. Uh, plagued life in uh, in, in in being in the 21st century. A anyway, back back to the clip. All you need is, is, is your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. Hey, good man. Sign inside the red box a, right there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. Sign the citation, man. Here you go, Mexican racist. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. You there you go, be dear. White. Thank Have a good day. You want to be white so bad. So there, there you go. That's the that's your average. This is what's happening now to to <clears throat> to white and I guess then Hispanic or Spaniards, uh, South American police officers uh, in the U.S. Uh, here's another one. Check this one out. Now this is taking. This, we're we're coming into like kind of. South African style, uh, you know, events here, basically, right? Police and stuff like that. And we have one on that, too. You might have seen that already. The uh, failed attempt at the armored vehicle, uh, the robbery of the armed vehicle. Pretty based uh, based white guy in South Africa. We'll look at that in a moment. But this one we can look at first. We'll just let the uh, the video explain what's going on here. I'm hit. I'm trapped in the vehicle. Morning hours of May 1st, Officer Flowers was driving south on Martin Luther King Boulevard on his way to an unrelated of course a disturbance call. I had a guy that just tried to run into my car. He's coming up behind me now. The suspect, Quentin Pace, the was also driving of south peace. on Martin Luther King Boulevard. The, bu the, the Boulevard of Peace, gentlemen. Was also driving south on Martin Luther King Boulevard and struck Officer Flowers' vehicle several times. He's coming back at me again now. Yeah, he just hit my car. Second off northbound again. Looks like it's going to flip around again. Both vehicles were disabled at Northeast 52nd Street. I'm hit. I'm trapped in the vehicle. Officer Flowers was trapped inside his vehicle after the collision. Mr. Pace exited his vehicle with a gun and began firing at Officer Flowers while he was still inside his vehicle. Officer Flowers fired his rifle through the patrol car's windshield and driver's side window, striking Mr. Pace and stopping his actions. Shortly thereafter, 
a respondent officer was able to place Mr. Pace in custody. Yeah, I got some minor cuts, but I think I'm okay. Officer Flowers was taken to a local hospital to be treated for minor injuries he sustained during the collision. Mr. Pace Oklahoma. was also transported to a local hospital where he received treatment for non-life-threatening injuries. Mr. Pace was booked into the Oklahoma County Detention Center. All right, uh, so you get the, this is this is just basically uh, execute. Well, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's execution style attempts, just ramming into the car five times and then just walk out of the car, shooting at them to try to kill the officer. Right? This is this is when the hell is the the media going to be held responsible for inciting this kind of this these attitudes, this type of violence? They're trying to claim the people who took a selfie on January 6th are insurrectionists and they're terrorists and they need to be hunted down. And if there's anybody that agree or think that something was phony with the election on, on um, the U.S. election in 2020, uh, they need to be held like they're terrorists, right, these people. This is what the media is inciting, this kind of behavior. Every single day, these guys have to experience this. Uh, are, are all the cops great people? Of course not. There's some shitty cops. It's not the point. Uh but the point is, it's 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 what the the media and this narrative that they can push, what they get away with, rather, to create this complete delusion in in, in people that think that they're like, it's now virtuous to just go out and kill cops, right? And that there isn't more pushback or responsibility uh, aimed in the direction of the media, mainstream media is is incredible to me. That it's no hardly any discussion about that. Who's doing this? Why is this happening? Right? Um, I mean, is there someone just hate random? Sure, but it's like. But it's being actively promoted in the biggest media channels globally almost, but definitely in America and in the West, you know. All right. Uh, almost missed my from Mr. Nosberg there. He said uh, regarding the earlier uh, Greta Thunberg video, I'm speaking, so this is what she said, right? I'm speaking truth to power and saying uncomfortable truths while surrounded by billionaires and government officials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, she literally is placed in all these positions where she gets to be heard, her perspective is pushed, there's a whole elite force that are promoting her and her opinions, and again, she's just a tool, we know that, right? But it's more, it's, it's the, it's the delusion that these people think that they're like somehow some underdog and people are not listening to them. You're, li you're literally on TV right now talking about this, like mainstream channel, you know, like global it's like one of the big uh big providers in canada i think the global whatever that, that clip was from there um okay wise wildfire says uh, here on ntp stream any chance we can get a new red ice t-shirt with uh, or shirts with good quality uh thor's hammer on one side and the tree of life on the other side with the fancy chain weave design and red ice written uh, uh using norse runes i can imagine multiple desirable designs uh, maybe hold the design context where we email our ideas. Yeah, maybe some ideas would be good like that. Swapping out some ideas and see what people would be most prone to buy. That that's always we've kind of we've gambled and we've done you know a li little bit of this and a little bit of that. And it's generally most of it has sold pretty good. Some a little bit less and some you know definitely more. But uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Wise, just go um, another just you know we could do another couple of rounds of polls on like entropy or something through the streams and see what people would be most interested in getting maybe show a couple of examples and stuff like that on screen too but yeah great tip thank you wise appreciate that uh mr noseberg uh they went so far out of their way to prevent this woman being doxxed when everyone knows this woman wouldn't uh wouldn't have afforded them the same thing yes exactly the uh the lady in the car screaming at the the racist killer white cop there right uh yeah they so they protect her her identity, but look at someone like, uh, what was her name again? Kim uh, Potter. 
the woman who accidentally fired her weapon and uh, forget the guy's name there, Adam something. No, not Adam, not Adam Toledo. Uh, Dante Wright, wasn't that the name? Um, they Even their, their local police had screenshots of her address on their Twitter feed. And you had massive protests afterwards, right? Uh, thank you, Mr. Newsberg. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Okay, we're right at the end here. Let me see. Oh, so here's the Pretoria, South uh, Africa. Here's the uh, attempt here of a fail attempt of an armed um, armed vehicle. I'd, presumably, they're transporting money or something other valuable and a hit, uh, attempted hit on them uh, in South Africa. Check this out here. This stuff, this guy. The Y guy. South Africa, this is like a, your normal day right here. The windows are doing its job though. Here. <clears throat> this is a former police sniper, Leo Prinsloo, 48, was escorting a high-value cargo in an armored truck in his unmarked armored Toyota Land Cruiser when he was ambushed by two cars full of gunmen. Yeah, what is his partner doing here? He's stuck. Epstein didn't drive himself, says, the window is working harder than that passenger. <laughs> That's funny. And out. And then it stops. And we don't know what happened after that point, right? Um, pretty crazy stuff. South Africa. There's some pictures here of the uh, of the uh, vehicle here uh, on the, on the well, it's a shot from the inside there. But it looks like a, mud, a very small uh, vehicle to very, very narrow in there. Uh, incredible Leo, who was with the South African Police Service's Special Forces Unit for 12 years and teaches their military special forces to shoot, remains remarkably calm under the attack. Here's the... They need these... They, I mean, South Africa, right? But they need these, like, proper, like, armored vehicles that are, like, 
<laughs> you can you can ram like through anything with them, right? The other Colfellow gunman fired at least 13 shots into the vehicle, but expert marksman and highly trained snipers Leo remained undisturbed. His vehicle is pictured above uh, after the attack. So good for him, uh, brave uh, brave guy, uh, amazing. There he is, and Mr. Prinslow, pictured above as. Uh, a shooting academy called The Edge and trains police, military, and security companies in shooting and unarmed combat and how to react to being being under attack. So he was definitely the uh, the right man for the job, uh, as it were. Again, I'm sure uh, there's no coincidence that he um, is the one who got that job because they know how often they are attacked, especially in South Africa. That's where that's where we are heading, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we are going. Uh, okay, so if you haven't uh, gotten your vaccine yet, I thought uh, you could at least um, you could buckle up and take it for uh, for Eddie Vedder. Uh, there's a global citizen vax live concert here to reunite the world here in uh, about three days. The concert to reunite the world, global citizen vax live, hosted by Selena Gomez. Performances by Jennifer Lopez, Eddie Vedder, Foo Fighters. B.J. Balvin, I have no idea what that is, and H.E.R. Uh, May 8th. So uh, nothing else, folks. Do it for Eddie. Can you do it for Eddie, please? It's amazing how these... Uh, what, what, happened to, what happened to some of these people? I want to end with this clip here. about two minutes long. It's funny. I find it on one of the Telegram channels. Uh, well, funny, but it's, 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 it's so indicative of where we are right now in the West. It's the pinnacle of like... How do I put this? Um, our armies, right? Isn't that like that? That's the that's the top of the line, because it's like that's the the defense between you know the rest of the world and us. You know, our people, our societies, our our, our you know whatever. Right. So, it's a military is like one of the one of the most important things that we have, and we're going to take a look at two recruitment videos and spot and see the difference between them. One is out of the UK, and the other one is out of Russia. I think you'll enjoy this. We'll play them back to back. See what you think of this. England, West, cucked, Russia, based and and like decent on this front. Let's go. Here's the UK. What's the first step towards victory? Failure. You fail. Come on, keep going. You learn. So you can win when it really matters. <sighs> What's our most powerful weapon? Failure. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought we could make I thought I would be able to make this through here. <sighs> what's what's the What's our most powerful weapon? Failure. Let's, let's listen to that again. It's a, if you think it, this is not an accident, because the people who have gotten us to this point of not only doing videos like this, but losing our countries in the way we are, are the ones that are winning when we are losing. Our failure is their success. It's, it's multi-layered. I'm, I'm convinced of it. It's like, oh, well, that's not what they mean. They mean if you, you know, just keep, just shut up. When, when we fail, they win. Listen to that again. Weapon. You can win when it really matters. 
failed win. What's that most powerful weapon? Failure. Failure. <laughs> Fail. Yeah. Learn. Fail again. Learn more. <laughs> And then win. And and fail and win. Okay, here's Russia. See what you think Это of this. Первый день твоей новой жизни. То, что было вчера, не имеет значения. То, кем ты был прежде, уже никого не волнует. Теперь важно то, кем ты будешь сегодня. Что ты знаешь о себе? На что ты способен? Вопросы могут остаться без ответов, но разве ты сможешь потом спокойно спать? Узнать тебя, познать границы своих возможностей. К черту границы, ты готов ломать себя до изнеможения. Каждый день здесь боль закаляет. Шрамы, повседневность. Это ты решил себе что-то доказать. Командир здесь только для того, чтобы ты мог увидеть в нем врага. Потому что без врага нет боя, а без боя нет победы. Но на самом деле, главный враг это ты. Вчерашний ты. Твоя задача выследить врага, догнать его, превзойти, стать лучше, чем он, и вернуться назад победителем. Потому что завтра первый день твоей новой жизни. Strength. Strong. Proper. Hard. Quick. Fast. You know what I mean? It's like a world of... Like, it's... It, it's 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 like it's over. I I don't mean this in a, like a black black pilling way like this, right? But like if you look at the West, it's 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 over. It's it's already done. It's just the painful descent right now. It doesn't mean we won't get our countries back. It does mean we're we're not going to fight back. But in its in its current form, everything that we used to know in the way that we used to think of them when it comes to our countries and our people, even. That's forget about that. That's gone. That's over. Can we do a Visigoth later turning to Spain and get our countries back after 700 years of fighting? Sure. Maybe, right? We can we can regain what we have lost. We can restore order. We can bring back virtue, truth, honor, morals, all these things, strength. But but as of right now, it's over. That's it. And and we need to get used to that. We need to get used to that and enjoy, like enjoy the butter up the popcorn when we're seeing this and enjoy it on the way down. Try to recruit as many people as you can in the sense of waking them up to what it is that's happening, and it's and that it's intentional being done to destroy our civilization, right? Uh, so that we can, in the long run, have as much people as possible on our side, so we can start turning things around when things collapse. Because that, that's the only path left here. It's it's collapse. It's this is not going to last. Whether it's us internally just crumbling or an external force that are looking at these videos out of the UK and for their military and saying, uh, you know what, we can. At this point, we could probably invade. There, there, what's what's the defense left? Right? What would UK military men are crying because the military staff, the brass, took their iPods away. Like there's these examples where you're just like. U.S. military, the army is walking around in red, red high heel shoes to, to feel like what it is to be a woman, to walk in women's shoes, like all this stuff. So that's it. That's what we have to get used to short term. That doesn't mean it's completely over. It's not blackpilling ultimately, uh, but in the short term, it's uh, <laughs> it's, that's that's it, folks. All right, boys and girls, we're going to wrap up right there. Thank you so much to everybody joining us today. Always a great uh, pleasure. 
having you with us. Thank you for spending some of your time with us. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, we're caught up to speed on Entropy Stream. Thank you so much for that. Let me just check real quick if we missed. I think I missed this one. Blas Delizo earlier. Um, fellow fellow white guilt, he said about a uh, about the, I guess, mental illness, the clip that we watched. Sorry for being so late on that. Thank you, Blas Delizo. Uh, I think that was a colorful, colorful chat. Hard to say for some reason. Colorful chat. Uh, thank you for that, sir. Appreciate it. Let me see what else we have there. Uh, if any, so I can give a, a recognition to you guys. If we had any donos on the way out, I think we're. Oh wait, is it? Are we caught up to speed? No, I got to refresh there. One second. All right, it's frozen up. Uh, all right, so D Live, uh, nothing on there, obviously, because we're demonetized there. If you are watching us on D Live, please get off of there. Three hundred and fifty-three people watching there right now. Please go to odyssey.com forward slash at Red Ice TV. Uh, sign up there, set up an account uh, with us. We have an invite link down in the description on our videos. Whether you watch it on BitChute or Odyssey or uh, go to the website, redice.tv, and check in the description down below. We have an Odyssey invite link right there. If you sign up through that, you uh, give us a little kickback. It, it supports us on, on the library slash Odyssey platform, so please consider doing that. Uh, otherwise, Trovo is another alternative. VK is another alter alternative. Float, um, we're on a number of places too, and we're looking into maybe... Uh, starting to live stream to rumble we'll see uh, how that goes uh, but anyway thank you to everybody in chat uh, the feds gave up a little earlier today i guess it was they didn't have as much uh, oomph today but I'm, I'm sure they will be back friday so we'll see we'll see you feds then thank you for tuning in appreciate uh, your time and your dedication and your effort uh, thank you to the mods as well for keeping things clean in chat i do appreciate it uh, roy 81 cast a fire spell thank you uh, another one from Roy, a fire spell. Also one from Jerompo, is that how I say it? Uh, Roy had one, another fire. Uh, Hadrian was right with a fire uh, spell. Also on uh, one from Nordic Warrior, thank you. Two uh, stay safe spells from Boson Bassoon Lips. I think I pronounced that, thank you. Um, let me see. Where are we here? just want to see if we give a shout out to you guys here right at the end. Uh, before, uh, Yeah, we did Nordic Warrior. Lost my place real quick there. Polar Light Susie uh, with a, a Stay Safe spell. Also one from Star Pilot. Thank you. Uh, and I think that's it. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Snarfmatic, a uh, dance dancing chicken, a a, uh, a winner, as they call it. Thank you uh, so much. Top online right uh, today on uh, D-Live. Sorry, D-Live. Trovo. Uh, we have Brad C, number one. Thank you, Brad. I really appreciate it. Very kind of you. Snarfmatic, number two. Thank you. And also Pad H or Pad Ho, uh, if uh, if that's a Swedish name, which I, which I assume it is. Thank you, Pad. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Okay, boys and girls, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I was working actually last night on a really good, um, it's like a, the ultimate supercut of, of some of the most anti-white, radical, just insane uh, clips that I've been able to find. It's actually quite long because there's just so much out there. And there's always things we forget, right? There's always things we forget. But this is a pretty good one. Uh, I worked on that late, late last night, and it's fairly long. I'm just going to add in some music in that. I think I can do that tomorrow and then get that up and share that around as much as you can. It's going to go up on all our regular channels, of course. RedEyes.tv, RedEyesMembers.com. On the members website, of course, you can download. It's a 1080p uh, high-definition version there, too. So you can download from there if you're a member. And please consider signing up over there anyway. Uh, RedIceMembers.com. One of the best, easiest ways to do it is just go to subscribestar.com slash redice. Sign up over there. 
and then you just let us know. Send us an email or a message on Subscribestar and say, say that you signed up, what account you have, and we we'll activate that right away on RedEyesMembers.com. You can sign up using Entropy Stream as well if you want to. You can do a one-time payment, or you can use their uh, auto-recurring, uh, it renews every month, uh, their subscription option. Uh, you can choose the Platinum option that they have right there, so, as you can see on screen. Otherwise, the most easy way is Subscribestar.com slash RedEyes. Uh, we do have a couple of other options too, of course. Crypto, uh, you can use our e-check option. Uh, the uh, e-check op e e option is for the U.S. audience, but it's in the same way that you pay, pay a utility bill online, so it's uh, pretty simple. Uh, the Cash App as well works. I know the Cash App works in the U.K., uh, but you see that on screen. Then we have crypto options, of course, as well. And here's the PU box if you want to do it uh, the old-fashioned way. In fact, uh, send us a photo of the envelope before you send it out uh, and tell us that you're intending to sign up, uh, and we'll hook you up right away so you don't have to wait until the mail uh, or the letter to arrive uh, on our end. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much for your support. Really appreciate it. Let me find the outro uh, stinger here, and uh, we will say bye for now. So tomorrow, that's coming up. And then we have, of course, uh, we do have the uh, Flashback Friday show, uh, as usual, coming up uh, on Friday. Looking forward to that. Happy Stinko de Mayo, everybody. Uh, take care. We'll see you later. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.